Oh, now it's live. Hey, now it's live. Hello, everybody. Welcome to uh, Saturday Night Special. We are live. Long as eight seconds ever. We've got a lot of cool stuff for you guys tonight, so hang around. We got a, I think we got a pretty cool top five, even though Harmon thought we were joking about it. I thought it was pretty cool. So stick around, hang out, and let's do this, Matt. Warning. The following video contains material that some viewers may find harmful or could be traumatizing to some audiences and doesn't reflect the opinion of Renovision. Viewer discretion advised. So how's everybody tonight? Better than an average man. Whenever we, in our group chat, whenever we say this is the top five, it's always a joke. Are we live? What's going on? No, we're not live. Kyle's practicing. He's just warming up. I died five minutes ago. <laughs> Sticks is dead. Hartman doesn't know we're live. Kyle is just Kyle. Enjoy my freshly made uh, soda. Ooh. I got my own soda maker, so now I make my Ooh. own Cokes and Dr. Soda, soda He's stream. sticking it to the man, making his your, own soda. Your freshly made pop maker. Dude, it's so awesome. That's like the greatest thing ever made. All you got to do is blow in it. SNS is the place to be on Saturday. Thank you, thank you, fair. Um, that's so, not how you make uh, soda. What? <laughs> well, Hartman said it's not how you make soda. Blowing it? Yeah, <laughs> no, it's not. That's not how you make soda. So I, th I think we've got a guest coming on tonight. Sticks got us. We do. We do. Guest. Yeah, we do. He's I right guess. here. I'm handsome. I'm ruggedly handsome. <laughs> <laughs> that is our guest. <laughs> There's our guest right here. Handsome. Right came in handsome. just in the nick of time. Hey, nerds yeah. and Kyle. <laughs> yeah, no. So tonight I've got uh, uh, Wayne coming on. He does. Uh, he has a Kickstarter campaign going on right now. He's a local artist to me, and I'm glad to have him coming on. Say his name Talk again, because you kind of cut out when uh, when you were giving that intro. Oh, uh, uh, James Wayne. Sweet. Sweet. Yeah. Well, let's get started with the news while we're waiting for him to get in and let's show these motherfuckers how it's done. Ooh. Oh, no. Hey, now we really feel no, Oh, well. He's here, YouTuber, so. for, that's what happens to me too. <laughs> I keep getting lost on Saturdays. I end up here. That's what happens to me too. So we're gonna so. hold off on uh, news and sticks. Do you want inter to introduce our guest and I'll bring him in? Sure. Hey, James. Hello, hello. How's you guys yeah, doing? Good. Doing well. Can you guys hear me? Okay. Yes. Okay. Perfect. How's how's my awesome. mic working? Is it working better, Matt? I tell you to. Yeah, you're good. Bit. 
All right, good. I got to turn up so, my, my volume. That's yeah. my, my bad. I was like, these guys, I can't hear them. But you're good. All right. James, I'll let you give your introduction. Sure. Oh, sure. I, yeah, I, I can try to introduce myself. I'm, I'm a big nobody, so nobody's going to know really who I am. But uh, so I, I appreciate the, the opportunity to, to come on and, and talk comic books and, uh, and geek out with you guys for a little bit. So my name is James Nguyen. What's that? Said you can be a legend. We get it wrong. Um, so my name is James Nguyen, and I, I do a comic book called uh, Alpha Red. I'm uh, fundraising it right now, but uh, just an independent um, comic creator. And uh, got to meet Chuck a couple years ago at a convention, and uh, yeah. kept in touch. And so uh, I'm a, that's that's my superhero. Uh, persona is my is the creator of alpha red but uh my secret identity is uh insurance salesman so that's my it guy don't worry <laughs> <laughs> and you're a youtube star on the weekends right that's your that's the other gig right i try right. <laughs> right. everyone knows him from this fantastic curtains yeah very cool very cool well they, they are fantastic, this curtain. Yeah. So, James, how is the campaign going? So, it's it's uh, kind of stuck at uh, 63%. So, we got another week. So, I'm hoping uh, I'm hoping that some of your uh, your fans can uh, can help make the magic happen. So, yeah, we're uh, we're 1,300 bucks away. So, it's uh, it's not undoable. So, yeah. you know. Yeah, so so, so give us an idea of what uh, gave you the idea to start doing the Kickstarter and where you kind of come from. Sure. sure. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, Kickstarter. The, uh, sorry, you want to bring the uh, Kickstarter page up? Uh, you can go to alpharedcomic.com. Uh, can, can I do it? Can, yeah. You can go to uh, alpharedcomic.com. And uh, I have forwarded that link over to the uh, Kickstarter. So we should be in good shape. Sweet. Yeah. So, uh, Kickstarter. I've I've done uh, four Kickstarters. Five, six. This will be the fifth Kickstarter. But one of them was unsuccessful. I was kind of throwing it together, um, and uh, and everybody everybody realized that there weren't very good rewards. So uh, so that never happened. There it is. There it is. So wait a minute. I think it went up. Somebody somebody up there. Um, their pledge, same number of backers, but uh, I think we're in better shape. Or no, is it the same? Thirty-five hundred is your goal. You're sitting at two thousand seven sixty-nine. Sweet. I think I think somebody heard my my tears <laughs> on Facebook. Like please, please. So what, what? What was? How did you come up with this? What was your? Yeah, so you know this. So the the sad part is this is uh, year number ten, and so it finally concludes after a decade of working on it. So it's issue number five, and it finally concludes. And you know when I started it, it was uh you know it was kind of a resume. I was still trying to break in, you know, to the to the comic book industry, and I was just you know that that dream was still alive, and it's not so much anymore. But uh, it's you can't stop drawing. You know, if you're a creative person and uh, you draw almost every day, it's hard to to stop. And uh, and I and I tried. I after my second kid, 
I was like, you know what? I got to be an adult. I got to stop drawing. And so I put Alpharetta on the shelf for a little bit. And uh, actually, no, that was that was another project even. I put it on the shelf and uh, and was not happy. I was just an angry, an angry elf, you know. <laughs> No outlet, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's what it is. That's uh, the the creative juices are, are flowing, and they got nowhere to go. And uh, I think I drew like three pictures that year, and I just would stare at them, like, oh yeah, this is where it's at. <laughs> right. But uh, but yeah. So um, so then I think that's when I hooked up with the guys who did Fubar. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the uh, zombie anthology, the World War II zombie anthology, uh, Fubar. Um, they asked me to do a small, a short um, story with a writer named Mike Mboden. And he, uh, after we did that eight page story, uh, he's like, you want to create something together? And I was like, yeah, let's do it. And so we started on what became Alpha Red. And, uh, you know, as collaborators try to collaborate and things, things just don't work out. And I was taking forever um, with the artwork just because I have a wife, three kids, a job, you know, so it wasn't realistic. It wasn't a realistic season in life to try to be starting a, uh, the next big comic book prop property, you know? So, yeah. So, I like yeah, that, can... uh, poster E issue five cover. Yeah. Which one was that? So I'm wearing the hoodie. So you, you still find yourself like extremely busy or are you going to try to do something now or? So, uh, you know, right now it is uh, the conclusion of Alpha Red. And so I'll, I'll have the whole story. So part of the, uh, the idea, the, um, the goal right now is to launch Alpha Red, like for the whole world. Um, here's the, here's the original of, of the, I don't know if you guys can see that yeah. original for issue number five but that's here um but yeah so uh it's it's kind of ready for distribution after alpha red number five gets colored it'll be five issues of a fully colored comic and then i have to decide whether i want to um go through diamond directly or if i want to uh, find a distributor and like image you know you can you can submit uh, ideas to image that would be kind of a dream and it would have, have something thought, published by the image guys have you thought of doing like a, you you cut out hartman rep repeat that are, are you planning on doing a digital release so it, you can get digital copies of it um i know so i use kablam as my printer and i i know that they do have a um a digital format or whatever that that i can release it on there's some kind of tax thing that i i can't find like i, I have to come up with a tax number i'm like i'm not a real business like, oh, do I need a tax oh, thing yeah oh you need a div yeah so whatever that i don't know is it is it expensive i think it's like it a, what 30 bucks or something to register as a business okay no, yeah, no I, I don't know if that's i don't i don't know like for sure i just remember seeing that number when i was looking it up where i'm at in indiana so yeah. Yeah, yeah, no more than yeah. 60. I think you're in New York. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll have to look into that. You know, it, it was a lot of it, it was just trying to get the project completed and 
right. you know, I'm super happy that all the artwork is done and it's just really waiting to see if the colors can, uh, can happen. And I, I'm sure it will, you know, I, I do this to myself every time. It, Are it you gets, on Instagram or anything? Uh, you know, I am on Instagram, but I'm not on Instagram. Like I have an Instagram account that I don't, <laughs> don't manage. It's a so, shell company. Man, you should. Try. <laughs> I just, I'm just over. Like, I'm, I'm such an old man. I, I do Facebook, and that's, all, that's all I have the, the uh, energy for. You know, like I gotta jump over here, and I gotta jump over See, there. Gotta... That's, that's the thing. They've got this new thing. It's a meta business suite. So anything that you post on Instagram goes automatically over to Facebook. Oh, so so, so you got to start with Instagram, and then it jumps over to Facebook. Um, I think it, you can actually get it, it on the Meta Suite oh, and um, link a Instagram account to it. So if you post on one, it'll post on the other. I'm not 100% sure exactly, but yeah, I know that when I post on IG, it goes to Facebook. Yeah. And so I, can, I in all the stats and stuff, it'll tell me the age range of who's viewing cool. my information, and like it gives you a bunch yeah, so, of data. So like if you follow me on IG and I post anything, it goes to my Facebook page, the Sticks Boy Seventy Three Facebook page. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I I think I knew that. I just you know, IG I yeah. think uh, like sucks me in too much. Like it's <laughs> I don't know they have the uh, the hypnotic frequency or something. I, I I I spend like hours. I'm just scrolling through because I have my favorite artists. I have like uh, the Lamborghini so, site. I have the Bugatti site. And I'm like, oh man, that's cool. That's cool. And then hours pass. The videos. The videos get. You. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you can forever scroll on their reels or whatever they call them on there. So yeah. you, uh, so you were at a con. Mister Sticksboy walks up, and he just wouldn't let you go, huh? Like, <laughs> no, I think he reached. Times you tried to shoo him away. He just kept coming back, huh? No, he uh, he uh, reached out to me uh, before I I got to the show. I think right, uh, yeah. right, Chuck. And yeah. uh, he asked for a booster gold, I believe. Yeah, was that right? Does that yeah, sound right? That right. is okay. right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. yeah, but no, that was uh. Hey, I got stuck. Cool. So get out of here. You just walked around, and he comes back, and he's just all of a sudden back at your table again. <laughs> you know that yeah. happens sometimes. This happens sometimes. Oh, yeah. it's okay. hey, I already drew that booster gold for you. All right, thanks, thanks. Yeah. It's time for an update. It's time for an update, Jack. That's true. Yeah. So. Uh, give us a rundown of what uh, exactly Alpha Red is and kind of why you were so um, felt the need to bring this story to the world. Yeah. So, yeah, like like I said, when uh, when I started it, it was a little bit more just for fun. You know, like like let's just do your run of the mill um, action, you know, super superpower guy. Uh, you find the bad guy and uh, you beat up the bad guy, you know, like just fun comic book stuff. And hopefully Marvel or DC uh, sees that uh, you you can draw and that you can complete um, a deadline or whatever. You know, you have something that you're walking around with. And then it, it, it was taken too long. And so the the story morphed um, from just that kind of run-of-the-mill thing uh, into more of a, uh, a faith-based comic, you know, where the hero still gets a chip implanted into his head. And uh, and he gets uh, super strong, super fast, super smart. But then his his enemy is the devil, you know. And so in my story, the devil uh, has been betrayed by his right hand demon and cast into the body of a mortal person, and um, and then cursed with immortality. So he's been walking around. He, he can't kill him, but he's got no superpowers. So for the last forty years, he's he's trying to 
reclaim his dark throne, like via just I'm an evil human. So what's what's the uh, what's the devil been up to? And uh, and so my hero has to once he gets the chip planet into his head, he has to figure out like Batman style, like he's supposed to be super smart now. Like I never, I don't. There's no payoff there. Like I talk about it, but there's no like. There's there's a room. There's a scene where he's like looking at everybody. Who is the devil? Who is the devil? But uh, but that's about it. And then he I, he I doesn't figure it out. Gifts. Need to what you need to do is not put it in a comic book. We need to make that chip real because I need to uh, <laughs> chip to make me smart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was, it was supposed to be like Matrix style. You know, like like anything he wanted to be. It was, somebody in the office was supposed to. And uh, and he would know how to fly a helicopter or whatever. He knew jujitsu jiu- or, or yeah, because the other time learning something cool. sucks. Yeah, it really does. God, I gotta go through all this practice. It'd be tell me how badass it'd be. Done. I know. Yep. It. Yeah, yep. I don't have to. Your your eyeballs flicker. You know, your eyelids flicker a little bit. You're like, yep, I can do this. Right. What um you were talking about trying to break into the industry? What kind of has been your your process that you've tried to break into the industry, and have you gone the route of like trying to do a portfolio review at San Diego Comic Con or New York or any of these big conventions? I have, I have. So I've I've done like every route that everybody else has ever taken, including San Diego Comic Con, doing um, doing portfolio reviews. That was two thousand five. That was when I was like reignited. You know, like like I'm, you know, I gave it up for two years. And then uh, in 2005, I said, you know, I'll just go to one convention, set up my artwork and, uh, and see if, you know, and, and pretend like, I'm, you know, a, a real comic book artist. And the response was like amazing. Like people were like buying all my, my sketches, you know, they, you know, and they were keeping in contact and, and they're like, you should have a website. And I was like, I can't afford a website. Cause I got, I got two kids at the time I had two kids and uh, you know, it was, it was not a good time. And so I was like, you know, I was psyched. I felt like, you know, my artwork was like there because the response I was getting. So I actually quit my job then and uh, and tried to pursue uh, being a comic book artist, you know, submitting stuff uh, to uh, Marvel, DC, every anybody, anybody and everybody, every editor, you know, you that, that was one of uh, Todd McFarlane's um, suggestions. And- and I, and I want to say on, on your behalf that, you know, choosing to quit your job is no easy task to choose. Oh, my goodness. I'm, you know, I'm the sole breadwinner in my family. I right. somehow convinced the wife that, uh, you know, I'm just going to. That's the quit. hardest part sometimes. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. You I need I to wanted... get a job now so I can go draw comic books. <laughs> well, I knew that part wasn't going to happen. <laughs> you know? Maybe they won't turn the lights off. Well, just... <laughs> I tell my wife that every day after I get home from work. <laughs> you just need to you just need to work and I'm just gonna figure out something that I can do from home. Like if this this just isn't working for me. You know, uh-huh. I did something kind of like that when I was younger. I remember uh I was like oh God, I was like 14 or 15 or something. I'd lied on my application to work there. They actually didn't care because it was like a scam telemarketing place. So they actually didn't care how old I was, you know. But like I remember I I, I was I was playing, you know, when I was a kid I played bass. But I remember I, you know, it was, be- it was, you know, before the internet and stuff, because I'm old. And, oh, it was, I'm old uh, and it was like, you know, it was like, I got an, I found an ad, like, in like the New Times or, or on the, or at, at like a concert or something, there was an ad for a bass player. 
So I remember I went to work that next day and I was like, boss, I got to quit. I joined a band. I'm going to be a rock star. And he's like, I'll see you in three weeks. <laughs> it was probably two. <laughs> he says, yeah. hey, you see everybody here? You got in the class. Like, yeah, like, they're all in bands. So I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so then then i i hooked up with a, a writer um i and i don't i don't remember the thought process but i when i quit i don't i don't remember how how it went down but i was in san diego in 2005 trying to show my portfolio to marvel and, and dc and, and everybody and uh that just went nowhere like i was like everybody's go to and the lines for marvel's editor was like super long and and they they saw like three people in an hour in that one hour we waited wow. in line for probably two hours and then they were the portfolio review lasted one hour and she only looked at three people i was like are wow. you serious so that was uh that was tough but there were other people that were looking at portfolios so you know that was kind of the golden goose so was marvel because right. DC wasn't even doing it. In DC, you had to drop off your submissions, and they would, uh, they would post something somewhere if they wanted to see you, and uh, and they didn't want to see me. So, but uh, you know, you you try everything. I mean, I have I have a stack of uh, rejection letters from Marvel and DC, and uh, Dark Horse, and every other company. So, Dude, you try the Rob Liefeld route and make a jeans commercial. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anybody selling jeans? No. <laughs> All right. I'm game. I'm game. Yeah. So do you do any work on, on the iPad or are you all like? Yeah. So mostly it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, you know, old fashioned stuff, you know, it's Bristol board, you know, you can, you know, and, uh, 17 by 11. So I have, uh, I've tried using, uh, whatever tablet thing, the taboo, whatever, when it was big, I'd like to try one of those Cintiqs, those really big ones, but mm -hmm. that's a couple hundred bucks. And I, you know, I'm just, I can't convince the wife to, to budget that in. Yeah. That, 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 is that what Todd McFarlane uses? What is, Cause he, he's got a pretty cool looking thing. Yeah, use. no, I, I see him on Facebook. That's awesome. I, I'd love to do it. And and really all it is, is a, a big screen that you can, you know, it's a touch screen is basically what it is. And you hook up, hook it up into your computer, and he's just doing Photoshop, or he's using whatever um, program that you can you can have. But uh, I'd love to try it. But I don't know. I like I like having an original, like that I can show people. Like it's hard to show people. Like you know, you show people on your phone, like hey, you know. Yeah. Oh, let, me, let me bring this up on my yeah, computer. Yeah. Right? yeah. It's, it's not the same. Yeah. So. True. So, what is your yeah. process for drawing? Like, how do you like? So thumbnails, uh, thumbnails, uh, it's, and it's an ever evolving process, right? Cause you're always striving to, to do a little bit better. And so you're always trying to learn what is another artist doing. And I'm jealous of some of those guys who I watch, you know, I'm, uh, I follow Todd McFarlane or, or spawn productions or something like that, or whatever his, uh, his thing is. And one of his guys does it completely digital. And he's like expanding stuff and, and shrinking stuff and flipping things back and forth. Like if the head's too small, he just picks the head and makes the head bigger. Yeah, warps it. And yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, man, that would save me so much time. I'm here erasing mm -hmm. 
stuff. So I'm, I'm jealous. That's but what Liefeld does with his muscles. Oh, he does he something. Them. <laughs> I think he has a beer before he draws. You know, draws some of it. It's like so you, if if you ever do get a chance, uh, check. You should check out the uh, like the Apple, uh, the iPad. Yeah. Um, with the Procreate program, it's it's really that it's you can warp do all that stuff on it. Yeah. But I was yeah. just saying that because I I think that. <clears throat> I think that we're going to see a lot more digital stuff here soon. For sure. Um, For sure. Like and a it, lot. And it's hard to it's hard to, to compete with that stuff too because it looks awesome, you know, and they do it so much faster because they don't have to they don't have to erase or or you know, some I'm I'm learning now, you know, it's a it's a lesson that I should have learned like a bazillion years ago cuz Jim Lee, I watch every Jim Lee um tutorial and he's flipping the, the 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 panel back and forth you know he'll be like he'll shine it up into the light and he, he goes through the light and and if it looks good backwards then then you're you're golden you know if it's if it's cool frontward and backwards then then great and those guys on the computer can flip them you know on on the computer but i have to shine and shine a light and figure out you know if if the head is oblong or whatever which oftentimes it is and i don't see it until the end and then i flip it over I'm like, yeah, gotta start over. Well, I, I think with the NFT situation, mm-hmm. and uh, there's there's a way that they can record the process, like a time lapse um, video file of mm-hmm. what the work you've done start to finish. Yeah. And yeah. I think with a lot of people doing digital, and nobody's really putting out the how it was done process mm-hmm. um, through the time lapse. And yeah. I can see that definitely becoming a thing, like with like original art kind of for mm-hmm. digital artists. Like yeah. where one person buy, you know, you could buy like the one file that shows the process of the art that was created that you own. Yeah. I mean, it's not really looked at like that yet, but I think that yeah. it eventually will come to that. So, yeah, I, I don't understand the NFT stuff. Like I, I see people like doing it and trying it and I hear artists talking about it. I just don't know. You know, I don't know <laughs> who collects it. To, uh, be with it. Yeah. Just don't even worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't yeah. Worry. it's kind of like AI art. Just don't even worry about it. Oh, you'll have you could make your you could do something with your stuff being broke and not having. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what? No. I didn't hear that last part. Sorry. There. The 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 AI art that they're doing now, like there's there's a guy that um, created four hundred or five hundred characters for his comic universe by using artificial intelligence. Okay. He, but he got fired from his job and he just got onto AI and started generating characters for his comic book universe that he created. And like, it's, so he saved thousands and thousands of dollars just by doing it himself. Yeah. So. Sure. Yeah. I mean, if you can't draw, then. then yeah. Then that's the thing AI. too. That's, there's a lot of different. Uh, avenues to look at it like if you can't draw or if you have an idea if you don't have any arms you could yeah. get those created just by using prompts like yeah. i mean paraplegics yeah. could make art yeah for god's sake yeah yeah i don't know i don't know where it's going you know i i just know that i enjoy drawing and, and i'm going gonna keep, keep going you know so is you made the comment that you're you're not so much looking to, to get in the industry now if I mean, if DC or Marvel comes a knocking, are you going to answer that door, or oh. are you just kind of still like, uh, I'm, I'm good. This is the end for me. Yeah. No. So, so there's, there's two characters because you know I'm, I'm, an, I'm an insurance salesman and I, I do okay money wise. So it would have to be 
uh, something that I want to do. I'm not I'm not going to draw some Joe Schmo new character or something like that and uh, and take a chance. I do Spider-Man and I do Batman. I, I, I thought about it the other day. And somebody asked me, hey, you know, I want to hire you. Uh, I want to develop some characters. I want this whole new universe. I'm like, unless you're from Marvel, unless you're a Spider-Man editor or a, a Batman editor, like uh, I'm pretty cool where I'm at. You know, I got I got ideas, too. So since so. you're an insurance guy, can you insure all your art for a lot of money and then... Yourself back a lot of money. Ensure yourself. Hypothetically, hypothetically, while talking about it on the internet. Yeah, I have a friend. I'm asking for a friend. Is that what they say? There's, there's totally nobody listening right now. So please go ahead and lay out your insurance fraud plan for us. Right. Right. Uh, that's great. So oh, hypothetically, my, I I been stolen. Yeah. Can I please get my one point two million dollar insurance audit? Yeah. So it, it it becomes more than just um the the money, right? It, it you know you don't do it for money. You're like I said, you just have to create it. It has to come out. You yeah. you have these ideas, and it just has to come out. But and it's more like a baby, like a something that you created, and you're something that you're proud of, and you want to share it. You know. You wouldn't want to throw your baby in the fire. So like, you're like, look at my baby, love my baby. Now give me some money for looking at my baby. You know, that's kind of, that's more, more of what it is. And then like, oh, you want to raise my baby? Chuck, you want my, you know, booster gold baby? There you go. You know, kind of a, kind of a thing. Terrific. Uh, let's talk about influences. Where, where, where do you get your influences from? Oh yeah. So the early influences were the, the image guys, you know, that's when I kind of found comics. That's Todd McFarlane, Jim Lee were the first two. Todd McFarlane got me um, collecting comics, but it was like, uh, it was like this weird thing. I like to look at Todd McFarlane's artwork, but like, I never wanted to emulate Todd McFarlane. I didn't want, it didn't inspire me to, to, uh, to want to be a comic book artist. So it was weird. Like I was in awe of his artwork, obviously. You know, uh, you know the Spider-Man number one stuff, Amazing Spider-Man, all that kind of crazy stuff, kind of got me into it. But it wasn't until Jim Lee, until I found Jim Lee on Uncanny X-Men, I was like, this dude is like, I don't know, it was something different. Like it, everybody like understood it. Like everybody, it was like universally awesome. Like everybody's like, yes, this guy can really draw, and his women are beautiful, and the men are super, super masculine and can beat you up with their knuckle. He kind of did just kind of jump into the scene, right? I mean, where yeah, yeah, everyone kind of gravitated right to him, right? Yep, yep. So, yeah. so it was Jim Lee uh, was was probably the biggest, and then Joe Casada. Whenever they they launched that uh, midnight, the the nights was it the nights something nights. Midnight. Sun. I don't know. Uh, whenever uh, Joe Casada took over Marvel, he was doing some kind of whatever, and then that's when I. Uh, really started gravitating oh, Mar towards Marvel Knights. Marvel Knights, yep. Marvel Knights. Yeah, I think I think you're right. And then after through Marvel Knights, he became like the CEO or or whatever. And then uh, when Joe Matarera came about, he like took it in another direction with the with the anime manga stuff, and uh, mm -hmm. and I was drawn to that. And so I feel like my stuff is like a big like Frankenstein yeah. wall, all those. Yeah. But you're influenced That's by cool. everybody. I mean, there's there's artwork. That is phenomenal. Like right now, Oliver Coypel is is really good. 
I like looking at his stuff. Um, I have I have like a folders and folders in my computer of artwork from all the artists that I like. So, and then I, I have them like coming up on my computer screen, and they just kind of influence me all day long. Right. That's cool. Nice one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you want to keep hanging out? We'll keep talking about your project, but we'll we'll talk. Sure, about sure. I, I loved it. I, I was watching the other the uh, one of the other episodes two weeks ago when you were talking about uh, Greg Capullo is is one of the my favorites, and he's doing Marvel stuff now. And I learned that from you guys, so I'm, I'm excited. I, I'll get my news from you guys. We'll react to the news, the, the latest, the latest. So, news. Yeah, we'll move on, and we'll we'll just keep jumping back and yeah. talking about this, and then we'll just keep moving on with the show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, have fun with us. Sure. All right. So we'll fun, back into the news, then, Kyle. Yeah, let's start the news. Fine. <clears throat> All right. First story: Tron fans have expressed their displeasure at learning that Jared Leto will be star in the upcoming third film in the science fiction franchise. Following reports that Disney is moving forward with Tron, uh, the next installment in the Tron franchise, fans largely took to Twitter to celebrate the long-awaited news. However, some fans were shocked to see that Leto would headline the film, with many wondering how the actor had managed to get cast in yet another beloved franchise. (laughs) Others were curious as to why Disney wouldn't uh, be interested in bringing back Tron Legacy director Joseph Kaczynski for the threequel, especially after his last uh, film, Top Gun Maverick, grossed over $1.4 billion at the box office and earned near-unanimous critical acclaim. Yeah, I can't believe Leto is getting another shot at another franchise. I mean, Jesus. Well, look he at him. Specimen of a man. He should be in yeah, everything. Well, <laughs> he killed the he killed the Joker, not in a good way. He killed Morbius, and now they're gonna let him do go to Tron. Like it's like you hire this dude if you want your franchise to die. Is Morbius dead? I thought I thought uh they were gonna go ahead with that uh fri- franchise anyway. Stick him in mean, other so. For sure. I mean, yeah, it's a giant joke, it, and if they wouldn't, I'd, they'd be asking to lose money if they went ahead with that franchise. Yeah, yeah, they didn't do that. They didn't do that movie any favors. Yeah, I, I don't hundred percent but I think it's the direction that he's given. Yeah, because he's actually it's the band. It's the band thing. People really just associate him with. Like well, I think kind of been on singer. what like Di- Dallas Buyers Club was his peak when he won an Academy Award, and he's been kind of on this sl- like decline ever since then. Like his his stock is not what it once was. Mm. He's a good actor. I just, I just think uh, yeah. See, I agree with Bruce for good actor. It, it just might be the writing for that what he's given, and you know, just like Suicide Squad. They cut a lot of his shit out. Yeah. So, and, and I mean, Morbius wasn't. And, he should play Beth, man. <laughs> I mean, and he, like, yeah, he I mean, was badass in Fight Club. Yeah, that's rumored that's to have a cult. movie I can remember him in. I don't I know. Mean, whole thing's not helping him. I mean, he was badass in well, Frozen Embryos. So. Reason for says he should pick better roles. Look at him; he's a he's a likable guy, right? He looks like he's a, has fun, or he just killed he somebody. I don't know. Man, 
You should just go back and write more songs with 30 I, Seconds to Mars. And No, no, no. He needs to write better ones. with because the, <laughs> He looks like he had a good problem. idea. There. He needs to write better songs. He needs to choose better roles. He needs to be in better movies. Like, sounds like he all around I, needs to just be better. I don't <laughs> honestly think he's choosing bad roles. Really. I mean, who would want to be the Joker, right? Is that a bad role to pick? No. I, I think he just the, got the, the execution of it with the One version of the Joker that he was asked to play. Did he flick too hard? Oh, I definitely think after you see Heath Ledger and you know that is the measuring stick everyone's going to compare you to. When he read the script, he he should have went like, "What guys? What are you doing here? Like this is not People the, said that the about Joker. This is very tone deaf. Like let's let's eh, rework eh, this and eh, eh, yeah." Eh. A lot of actors like look at Christopher Reeve when he was no longer playing Superman. Oh, he's the bar. You, are you, are you, and then everyone liked Cavill, and so everyone's rallying around I mean, Cavill now. That so someone's Superman bad at everything. Stuff. I mean, that Superman was bad at horseback riding. Wow. <laughs> wow. You beat me to it. <laughs> Everybody's bad. Say <laughs> so he didn't. I was gonna say he didn't die. <laughs> like in the role, he just no, he just became his back quadriplegic. Right. You know, he just never, never walked again. That, no big deal. He got some sponsors out of it, right? <clears throat> but Brucifer says release the Ayers cut. And Ayers went on no. social media and said, Well, my cut's vastly better. But it, <laughs> listen, it's been so long, and you've already got another suicide, suicide Squad movie. Who cares at this point? Yeah. The best version that Leto played was at the end of the Snyderverse. I don't care if you sit there and say, oh, well, my cut's so much better of Suicide Squad. They, they missed the mark. Your name's still on it. You still took part of it. You didn't fight for your craft. It's, it's time to move on. It's gone. Like it's You didn't leave the project. And, you didn't leave the project and they released something that you didn't approve of. Like You were there. Deal with it. Right. Your release the one that they didn't put out. We want to see if it's yeah. better. <laughs> He's, he's mad because of the Snyder cut and how much money they gave him to finish that. And that was a whole different set of circumstances. They're like, well, shit, I don't, mine was better. I don't think they should have done the Snyder cut, but his set of circumstances versus errors are, are, are two different things. It, it shouldn't even be called considered the same movie because he got more money to go back and do reshoots and got to right. take all the criticism the movie received from fans and go okay. Well, I can tweak it this way to more, to appease people. So he basically got to remake the movie, at least and, half of it. Yeah, and then you're gonna call it a a, a Snyder cut? No, it should just be a completely different movie. I think the point. Flash scene could have been like a, a TV show, like an episode where he's saving that girl. Felt oh, like it was yeah. fifteen minutes. <laughs> I don't I think I have time. to go back and watch the Snyder ver the oh, Snyder man. cut. All oh. Snyder did would give your boring character in Cyborg even more scenes that nobody cared about. Oh, maybe Turn a flash will. scene into a love scene somehow. <laughs> All right. Is the Flash so, coming out? Is uh, you know they're releasing? Oh, yeah. Flash? He oh, can yeah. kill a man, and they're putting it out still uh, yeah. later this year. Yeah, pretty much. I'm yeah. stoked. Um, All right, moving on. Moving on. Eddie Brock is a brand new Spider-Man in Marvel's upcoming Extreme Venom series. Honoring the 35th anniversary of Venom Extreme Venomverse, its five-issue limited series taking readers on some brand new corners of the Marvel multiverse. Similar to 2022's Edge of Spider-Verse limited series, 
Extreme Venomverse will introduce a number of Eddie Brocks and his son Dylan variants in each issue, along with some brand new and altogether terrifying incarnations of Venom. Debuting in the first issue is an Eddie Brock who is also Spider-Man in a story from Ryan North and Paulo Sinquera. Sorry if I butchered your name. Extreme Venomverse number one also features a story from Makara Andolfo about the entire Brock family, as well as an entry from Leonardo Romero that depicts Venom as a samurai. Oh, shit, Samurai Venom! Our name's there. Ed, Ed and Eddie, yeah. Pretty exactly. Much exactly. <laughs> so it's I mean, Spider-Verse for Venom. Is this something anyone's excited about? I am. I'm excited to explore the possibility of Eddie Brock being the new Spider-Man. I was Venom with Thunder and Lightning. Like, was, thought he didn't like loud noises. Well, it's supersonic noises. Oh. Uh, <laughs> thought the bell. Thought the bell hurts him. Yeah. Yeah. Only big bells. Yeah. Uh, I was just thinking that's probably really loud if he's getting struck by lightning or something. And he looks like he's enjoying like it. Right. Just get woven into the Spider Verse stuff. It's it, it, well, its own thing, and it kind of tells me that Marvel is running out of ideas. If they're going to now do, they did the Spider Verse, the Gwen Verse. Now you're getting a Venom Verse edition. Yeah. Like, it's like, all right, how many how many times can you go back to this well and and milk this cow before yeah. she hey. runs dry? I'm all for the well, Ant May Verse. Chop up so. the cow and eat it. The Ant May Verse. <laughs> I'm like I'm I'm down for the Uncle Ben verse to see That's how many different ways he can die. Why <laughs> yeah. not? Why not? This version of Uncle Ben was hit with a waffle iron. This version of Uncle Ben was run over by a snowplow. You got this Jeremy version Renner. of Uncle Ben got pushed this off the Grand Canyon. Gets hit in the head. And he turns evil and tries to kill yeah. Spider. This version of Uncle Ben got Peggy Hilled and he jumped out of an airplane without a parachute and it didn't open and he hit the ground. So Uncle Ben just didn't come home one day. <laughs> This is one where Uncle Ben's making rice. <laughs> I was just about to say that. <laughs> Give Uncle Ben his little side story where he's just yes, living his life. Right. Also, what if Miles? That's a good point, too. So, you know, <laughs> Uncle Ben got run over, got run over by a reindeer. <laughs> so, we'll see. When does that Probably come out? Great, right? so, uh, later this year, later in 2023. Sorry, would you say sticks? I'm sure the characters that are going to be great, you know, it's, it's just another series for people to go out and spec on, you know, for, oh, Venom is this and Venom is that. And I hope we get a fucking appetite of it. Time flows like a river and history will repeat oh. itself. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a series. It's going to sell like hotcakes because yeah. everyone's trying to catch lightning in a bottle twice and hoping that they can get the next yeah. Spider-Gwen in this, you know, or... Punk, Spider right. Punk, or Spider Man Noir, whatever Spider Man yeah. variant you're specking on this week. It's... I'm going to make a Spider Man then... book that nobody knows is coming. I hope they make one that says Spilo Ren and then he's in Star Wars. <laughs> Sp- Spider Man in the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. Mine is in mine, Venom likes to go out and party and have fun on Friday nights. That's a hint. Joe says he wants his <laughs> uncle Ben not to die but lose all his money in a crypto scam. And he's pink. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, what happens is it probably would have been positive. that his computer is really infected by the 
the global server and that he has to let them the people on the phone log into his computer and then he has to give them his bank account info i want to see my uncle ben fight the evil scammers who are trying to contact him about his car's extended warranty <laughs> i've been getting one lately where my paypal account has been suspended Ooh. i get those all the time paypal got suspended you're Amazon Prime account suspended. Suspended. I was like, I don't have either though. So it's like from gmail.com. Like this is PayPal calling. Reach us at PayPal one at Gmail. Like, yeah. Right. There we go. Can we get your name? I always go Matt Howard. You son of a bitch. Because <laughs> <laughs> I always go Kyle Stinson. So <laughs> is there a Venom movie coming out this year? Uh, not uh, this year. No, they are in the works of Venom Three, but it's not this year. They're doing yeah, all the starts, other character um, movies first in yeah. the Sony universe. It's great in June. Great responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> so crutch Spider-Man and whatever his name is. You know what I'm gonna start doing though when they call? I'm gonna start telling them that my name is Darth Lopez. <laughs> I'm and handsome. I'm ruggedly handsome. Dude, I I mean I like to screw with telemarketers and it kind of backfired on me once. Like this dude called me saying he's from Direct TV and saying that I could get like 50% off my direct TV bill for a year and a half, and all I had to do was give him 300 bucks up front. So I listened to his spiel, and then at the end of it, I was like, No, I'm not I'm not really interested. And he was like he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, I'm not interested. And he's like, all right, well, do me a favor. I was like, yeah. He's like, send me pictures, of, send me nudes of your wife. I was like, what? <laughs> he's like, yeah, send me nudes of your wife. And I was like, what are you, dude? And I hung up the phone. But... It's wow. not business appropriate. Right? I was well, like, you know, you're I, used to, I used to show TV. you what I would send people that asked to buy my house. <laughs> Tell them your name is Gimp McGinnis. I would always go, I want what? Hey, is your house for sale? 1.2 million. Don't you think that's a lot? Hey, buddy, you ask me. Right. Yeah. You ask me what I wanted for my house. I fucking told you. I used to be like, okay, I'll sell you my house. I want everything in sequential bills in a briefcase, <laughs> and I'll meet you at the third park bench from the, the left of the park at 2 p.m. Leave the briefcase under the park bench. And that's wow. just how we're gonna do the transaction. I just like to waste their time. Like, you're telling me that I can't hook up my internet with the box. Like I just go back and forth every time they tell me something. Yeah. So mean you telling me <laughs> I can that I can't that. activate my like you know just I'll do it. I got all day, bro. I told <clears> one I want one point two million dollars and I want an eight point five CGC graded copy of Amazing Spider-Man one twenty nine. <laughs> and he came back and he was like, let's be reasonable on that. I was like, what? I am. It's not like I asked you for a 9.8. <laughs> this is your cable company? <laughs> no, this is some guy asking me if I wanted to sell my house. Oh. <laughs> All right. I want three fucking amazing <laughs> like, like it's a hostage. Like, I want a plane. I want a helicopter taking off 30 minutes from now. Well, we can't do that. We can't do that. Take I have out. a picture. I have a particular set of skills. Bruce <laughs> yeah. wants to know if Clayton Crane and Black Flag's wife is doing on your body. Oh my god! I'll kill it. 
right. yeah he's gonna do the uh the wife stealer variant where it's <laughs> nope, peter parker sitting in there the crying and eddie brock just stealing mary jane from him she, he's like has her like he I has her you. like around the waist like this holding yeah. her and he's, and he's like send him wife his wife pictures of him doing something that's clearly been cut off. His head's cut off and put on like another image. It's going to be a cover of Eddie Brock at a con, and he's got Mary Jane just bent over a con table, and Peter Parker standing just sobbing <laughs> Man, while he's holding up a picture scared. of the the Ultimate Fallout acetane cover. James is like he's taking notes. He's like, I know what my next comic book is. Going to be. <laughs> no, I just I got it. Man. No, I, stereotypical I, I transformers. Know. That's my next one. I'm making transformers that are based on like, you know, old men and Asian women <laughs> and um, Latinos and you know whatever. Like it's gonna every vehicle is gonna be oh, based boy. on something. It's gonna be AI generated. <laughs> All right, moving on. There you go. Uh, the events of Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths have left the planet without Justice League as the heroes consider what the future of the team should look like following their deaths and resurrections, but that doesn't mean that Earth will be unprotected. Nightwing 100 sees Wonder Woman, Diana Price, and Superman Clark Kent as Nightwing, uh, ask Nightwing, Dick Grayson, to serve as Earth's primary defender while the Justice League remains on hiatus. We want you to lead, Superman tells the young hero. What you did during crisis, what you've done for Bloodhaven, it will, well, it's all very impressive and not in any way surprising for those of us who know you well. At first, Nightwing is hesitant, hesitant to fill the shoes of Earth's greatest heroes, especially with his uh, commitment to Bloodhaven, but he eventually agrees to take on the role with the help of the Teen Titans. What? About time. It's about time you're seeing Nightwing get his just due and get right? his seeing him. He's always living in Batman's shadow, even with the Titans. He's still kind of in Batman and the Justice League shadow, and now he he gets a chance to be the the big boy on the block for once. <laughs> Sounds good. Somebody's got to do it. I'm excited. I figured you would be since you're a big Nightwing stan. I mean, in in reality, he's the one that's been around the longest as far as like a character, right? That's left. From the just out of the Justice League, like he, he, him being with Batman, has been around the longest. So he, he might be the the name that you would pick to be the the leader, right? Yeah, he's a he's a pretty pretty uh, badass character. Yeah, he's a big he's old badass. swinging dick. So yeah, you definitely want him to. Well, that's why I picked. Well, that he's thing. he's got to be holding it because I'm not seeing it there. What are you talking about? Look, look at this. That thing, image. Right? It looks like that's a nut sack alone. I'm about to get hit by that. Yeah. <laughs> caved in him. <clears throat> is that something you ever consider making your arc? You're like, you know, I know this this chick I'm drawing has got some nice, nice cans, but I mean that's not spit coming out of that guy's mouth, Hartman. I'm, I'm gonna tell you. Right. <laughs> James, you ever been like, you know, I just need to give this dude like a huge cod piece? Like is that you ever thought about that? <laughs> What's that? Are you talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> Repeat the no, question, I'm... Kyle. <laughs> well, I'm excited. I was just checking out what's coming out of the guy's mouth. I was, I was like, what? I didn't even notice that. And then, uh, then Matt said that. 
Kyle wants to know. Kyle was yeah. Kyle was asking if you've ever just had looked at one of your art pieces and been like, you know what, this isn't doing this. This dude needs a bigger cod piece, and you just erase and redraw. <laughs> His boots are life elders. So. You know, it's uh that that has never happened. Uh, I was going to ask you that earlier. <laughs> I knew the first segment was coming up this this article, so I actually <laughs> you held off. Yeah, I did. You're like this character is based on me, but something doesn't look right. Oh, I get it. It needs to be more lifelike. You just erase and draw it bigger, right? This is a giant old cod piece. Yeah. Yeah. Like an acorn in a bush. Yeah. <clears throat> Astro says, "Hey, now there's a lady in the chat. What's the matter, Astro? Are you worried that you're not going to measure up the Nightwing?" <laughs> <laughs> Let's get her, her, her opinion because I I'm not impressed. You're not impressed that he's fucking he's as round as a soup can. He looks like an action figure. <laughs> round as a soup can. The <laughs> one that gets discounted because it's been slammed on the ground. Right. <clears throat> oh Damn. man. I'm excited for this. Let's right. see. I hope it's where it goes. Not the dick part, but the actual story. I'm not an adult. Well, the dick part falls into it. I mean, he, he is dick. He's Dick Grayson. So, entendre. yeah, I, like I said, I'm I super excited for it. Um, Nightwing 100 was a real good issue. Uh, I'm excited to finally see him get his comeuppance and kind of get to to lead the way he wants to and kind of step out of the, that shadow of his surrogate so-called father and the step out of the shadow yeah. of Superman and kind of be the, the main go-to guy. guy now. He definitely needs to be the number one guy. Or he can stop finally being a whiner and that. step up to the plate. So Swing down there and kick those two dudes in the face. <laughs> need a bigger boat. I heard somewhere that they actually don't say that in Jaws. <laughs> Astro said, he's Nightwing in my house. I'm Day Chicken. <laughs> we turn that picture to something else. Is it making you uncomfortable, Hartman? Yeah, it is, man. I feel like I'm like supposed to be finding something. It's not there. Oh no, we found it. We've been talking about it for a few minutes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> Are you not entertained? Right. <clears throat> CBR can exclusively reveal the upcoming Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Last Ronin Lost Years. Prequel series from IDW will soon expand with a tie-in one-shot dubbed Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Last Ronin Lost Day Special. Written by Team T co-creator Kevin Eastman and Tom Waltz, with illustration by Ben Bishop and colors by Luis Antonio Delgado. The 40-page uh, special hit stores in May 2023. It starts April O'Neil, her daughter Casey Marie Jones, and the fourth mute and the four mutant turtles uh, the prior have adopted into train. After April takes the turtles with her on a supply run into the devastated ruins of New York City, she becomes embroiled in the latest power struggle affecting the streets and needs to race home with her four reptile friends before it's too late. Dude, that boss logic covers pretty dope. It is. And I'm sad, like, I love The Last Ronin. I can't wait for Lost Years. But it was supposed to come out in November, and then it was got pushed to January. And now it's getting pushed again until, like, April. And then this comes out in May. So it's like, this series, the five issues of the series, took, what, like, two years? It took, like, the entire time of COVID to come out. Yeah. Yeah. 
I was going to say it worked for the regular series. So why, why stop now? Well, I just think, you know, in this series, they've so many people are all over it and want more that, yeah, they can take their time and release it whenever and people are still going to eat it up. So yeah. is that, those shell, is the shell going to repair itself over time or is it just cracked now forever? No, it's just I don't know how turtle man. shells are. Yeah. And the new, in the ongoing, Bebop and Rocksteady beat the living hell out of Donatello and destroy his shell and they make him like a metal one that he wears now. So that's pretty badass. Metal shell. It's, uh, yeah, that is cool though. Like the boss, the jet logic with the duct tape and like the the plates connecting the sh- like holding the pieces of the shell together. They got stuff that stops leaks in boats now. So yeah, yeah just put a little uh, flex seal. Like, yeah, flex seal. That's what I was like, a little flex seal on that bad boy. And it's come on, dude, just go to Home no, Depot once. What like, he actually needs is the flood. They just see if flex seal just came out with the flood type stuff that's made for floods. That's what he 3D needs. printer. That helped. 3D printed shell. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but it's only plastic. You, you break right through that. Yeah, true. We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk <laughs> Flex about seal. That's so funny, man. <laughs> they got the dude from Flex Seal putting it on a shell for him. That'd be fucking. Look badass. at this boat hole. Yeah. I can put it in a boat hole. On and there. Stop some water from coming through the hole. He's oh, yeah, he got a hose and you spray it at it. Look at that. Not a drop inside the Oh my shell. god. I'm not really excited for more Last Ronin. I hope this is as good yeah. as the Last Ronin, which started out much stronger, in my opinion. Turtles in a flex seal. Is that a Rambo homage? Yeah, it kind of looks like it, doesn't it? It'll take another two years, Zaggy says. And Joe's <laughs> Doolin says, well, it's IDW, so we'll see it sometime in 2026. <laughs> Probably. Maybe they'll hire me. Not, man. They could take well, that no, long. you already you already closed that door. You said you're only drawing <laughs> Batman or Spider-Man. No, if it's gonna like, take him like six, oh. if it can take him ten years, you like, know, I got time. I got time to do it in I, ten years. I think you gotta now. You gotta change it. You're like, all right, Batman, Spider-Man, or Turtles, I'll, and I'll Turtles. Go. I should have said there. Turtles. I love Turtles. Every year, every year, my uh, my thing was uh, draw Spider-Man, uh, draw a Deadpool, and draw Ninja Turtles. So IDW, if you're listening, yep, Dark Horse, need, uh, and everyone. You know, That's if you right. got a turtles book, That's James right. is back in. I'm in. I'm in. Aftershock because you'll be like Matt, and you won't get paid. Hand. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Don't get paid. Well, I'd like to get paid. I'd like to get paid. I like money. <laughs> hey, the comic book with hand is. A character. They're gonna make sure everybody gets paid, right? Right, right. Everyone right, will right. get paid on the back end. On the back end, way, way, way back. <laughs> way, way, way back. Mm-hmm. So, that was uh, always the deal with the. Uh, you know, somebody would contact you on uh, on a chat, like you you'd be posting stuff, and they say, "Hey, I got yeah, this idea." Man. Yeah, oh. yeah. They go, Is you it? know, we'll pay you on the back end. You get uh, tried, per- a percentage of everything. I'm like, okay. They try to they try to hit you up and get you to do the art for free, and they're not paying. Yep. yep. So, like yep. a percentage of nothing is nothing. Yep. Exactly. Sweet. <laughs> Whoa! Sign me up. Yeah, a lot I'm of guys in. did. A lot of guys did. I I did some. I did a bunch of stuff for free. I got a stack of stuff for free. Stack of stuff that I did for free. Yeah, because you hope you're going to get your name out there. Yeah, and yeah, that was part of it. You know. Joker say? What did the Joker say in the Dark Knight? If you're Garrett, you if you're good at something, never do it for free. No. There you go. <laughs> no. no, I know you. You have to though. Yeah. You got to yeah. do some stuff to get it out there. 
Yeah. All right, moving on, Maddie. The first one is free. After that, you pay me. Oh, here we go. Hold on. Oh, here we go. I'll be right back. I got to get something to drink for this. No to AI generated <laughs> images. An a lawsuit on behalf of a group of plaintiffs, artists has been filed in the United States District Court of the Northern Wobble, District Wobble. of California against three companies, Stability, AI, DeviantArt, and MidJourney over the alleged infringement of copyright of the artists in the creation of so-called artificial intelligence art. As burgeoning technologies continues to change every aspect of the modern world, it's critical that we recognize and protect the rights of artists against unlawful theft and fraud. This case mm -hmm. represents a large fight for uh, preserving ownership rights for all artists and other creators. Um, said Joseph Cervani, founder of the Joseph Cervani Law Firm, LLP, who is represented the plaintiffs along with, uh, can't see because it cuts off there. Hold on. Matthew uh, Butterick and Lockridge Gr <laughs> Grindle. I can't read that name. Cares about the fucking names. Yeah. He's AI generated names? Dude's name is Grindle. Sounds like he would make shady deals with you. <laughs> Worried about them becoming sentient. <laughs> but then, I thought you said Rockridge. And then it's stealing. It's, they're not, it's not the thinking program. It doesn't. It steals it. Lockridge. But then we're worried it's going to yeah. come become sentient. It's like, make I, up your I mind. Thought was, I thought it was the town from uh, Blazing Saddles. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I'm, I'm going to hop off. It's, uh, it's the wife's well, birthday. Uh, I told her I'd hang out for an hour, and then I'd, well, I'd go, uh, get back to her. Go, go ahead and promote all your stuff again. Yeah, so if you go to alpharedcomic.com, you can uh, you can help support the issue number five. That's the coloring for issue number five. And then uh, there's there's ways to get the whole story right there. And then uh, I see that Chuck put up the, my uh, my deviant art. They're talking about AI stealing art from deviant art, and I have a I have an EV, uh, my gallery is on deviant art but uh you can go to jamesq.net and it'll take you right to that deviantart.com uh, slash jamesqart so well, don't be a stranger are... james anytime you want to hop on and chat with us you're dude i appreciate welcome. it i appreciate yeah. it i appreciate what you guys are doing this is fun it's kind of fun going through this uh the uh the news yeah. the comic news thanks for joining us james I yeah for sure man. On. i really hey, appreciate it just let sticks known you're more than welcome to hop on and hang out awesome awesome i appreciate it all right, guys. Have a great night. See you. Have a good night. Yeah, this uh, AI shit. We need to just learn how to do it, guys. Just learn it. Pass. Try it. Try pass. it before you judge it. Hard pass. Over here, people over here saying it's stealing, but they never typed a prompt in their Hard life. Pass. You got to leave. I, th I, think the, I, I think the idea is here that if you generate something from AI, you have to be able to, like when you do a book report, Cite your references, where you got the images from. <laughs> That's where I was saying that recording your procedure, like would art, digital artists, they have a way they can record how they draw it. I think that that should be something that they look at keeping. Well, the AI like, should know where it's pulling from, right? I oh, mean, that, no. That should... It's mimicking. It's like, like I can compare it to a child. Like mm. It's like a, telling a child to draw something. They're not going to draw... You know, like they're gonna trace it basically. But you're a fucking tracer. It's but see, tracing still line, tracing, tracing still teaches you like it's muscle memory. You you gain something from tracing. I don't care what you say. If you if you argue with that, 
I mean, right. it's it's proof. You know what it's you gain? You gain how to draw straight lines and not get out of the. It's drawing comfortably. It teaches you how to draw comfortably. Like, and then it's just like muscle memory for a chord. You play a chord, you can play it with the, with your eyes closed eventually. It's just something you learn. Yeah. So, All I mean, artists trace in one form or another because literally if you're putting your work over a light box and redrawing it, you're technically tracing. Right. So, well, I mean, homage, like, so if, if, if you're a four-year-old and you're tracing, say, a Disney character over and over again, now you have the ability to trace something that you've created. Like you're not able to draw it, but you can you can generate something that's a more original than a Disney character. But then you have people who are pulling signatures and stuff, and it's mimicking signatures of <laughs> artists. <laughs> it's not copying the signature; it's mimicking. It's generating it. <laughs> so I mean, it, think you can fight it all you want, but I mean, I just I'm tired of hearing people who haven't tried using the program sitting here telling me what they think it is or and but nobody can give me the yeah. origin really of it. nobody can give me an origin of where it started it started, it started from a from a program yeah it started from a program that was removing noise from um photos it was supposed to remove noise and then they put in a photo that was nothing but noise and it generated an image out of nothing and then so that's where they started tweaking it and then figured out how to draw it and then they created the dolly which generated the first ones and then dolly two and then now you get mid-journey stable fusion all that yeah, stuff. but you know what when you generate something in ai you lose all rights to that because you can't copyright ai generated stuff like it's so then what if you, you didn't put in a photo of somebody else the government the u.s government has already ruled that a couple then. of times saying that you can't you can't copyright AI generated stuff. You can't copyright you something that doesn't have a human hand involved with it. Yeah. That's what the that's what it was. It has to be something that is made with you. So what if you generate something based on a drawing that you've put in as a reference? So you look at it like this. You create a comic book or something using AI art and it blows up, becomes the next big thing, becomes the next Superman, the next Spider-Man, next hold on. Or whatever. You're talking any about artist since you use AI to scratch. create the art, the AI to create that character, anybody and their brother can sell your prints or of your character at conventions, and you can't do a damn thing about it because you Unless don't own you the rights to that character. Offline. You don't have to be online to do this, Matt. It can be an offline interface. Like I have a computer that is an offline interface. Nobody can access even then, the photos I've generated. Because you used AI. Yeah. You don't. This own is like printing it. money on a non-network printer. Nobody has anything on that. There's no information that that is sending out. It's it's off the grid. So you're talking so, about like someone has software on their computer, Hartman. Someone has yeah, software I've got on their software. computer. Yes, and they're not using that, web internet base. All the stuff I have is in. It's in a pool of data on a computer that does not get on the internet. Yeah, but and they I got it generate somewhere. Huh? Yeah, but see, the thing is, is though, none of that's getting out. They don't have any way to get it out. So nobody can steal it. So that's what, like, that's my argument against what Matt was saying. Like, they have your information or, you know, that's, no, that's it's not, I wasn't saying that. It's, it's the same thing you're saying. You pulled those images that it's pulling from, from somewhere else. So therefore, you took them from someone else. It is now using those images to create a new piece. You can't I copyright said, protect that. 
So there's I no said per- my if I put something in that I draw as a okay. reference. Well, then for it. the only thing you could copyright at that point would be what you drew. Anything that the AI creates, you you have no rights to. It's it's public domain at that point. So you can have everybody in the world going to cons and so, selling your your art, your character, your shit, and you can't do anything about it. There's no protection see the for you. Human there. hand mentioned in the um, in the file like for the copyright. In court. Yes, it says it has to be any. It has to be produced by a human hand, or there has to be some sort of human involvement in it. Yes, that's what I'm to saying. Be able yeah, well, to copyright it. If you draw an image, reference it. Have a strong reference for what you created. Mm-hmm. Generate it based on the reference. Is that not a human hand involved? I'll be your reference. Not your human hand. So therefore, the only thing that you can copyright is what you physically drew. Anything that you create with the putting those prompts with it in the AI, you have no rights to. So you're telling me you can't have any AI involvement in copyright something because from Correct. what I've heard, the only it, was, thing it you can't can be 100 made by AI. It has to have human hand involved. The only thing that so you, you can copyright human, is you what you drew. God, anything that's produced by the AI. You no longer have rights. I want to see that. I want to so see that. That's that. what they're going. Yeah. To there's a that. whole. There's like four. No, I know. I, that's why I haven't seen this whole like AI can't be involved. So if if you're using the word generate, generate would usually mean it's done on a computer. If you're doing it by hand, you say draw. So that, you know you got to the words you use and how you. You're getting generate is you're thinking of generate is like start to finish generate generate a tree and it draws a tree. I'm talking about you have artists that are taking portions of graphics and bashing them in Photoshop, taking something that's created by someone and then something they've created and mixing them together. That's not the same thing as generating an AI image. There's a lot of different ways that you can utilize AI, and it's and it's not. I mean, and I don't think people realize that. Our actual lawyer is in Vegas. <laughs> Vegas. Just like a lawyer, he's always out of town when you need him. Wow, I've been asking him about AI. What do I need to know that for? He's on a write-off vacation. Don't let him fool you. <laughs> just like Adam, just like Adam Sandler. No, but I just I think that pissed off and i understand that you're pissed off that like i understand that but i mean millie vanilli didn't last long i'm not pissed off about anything i'm just saying like you have no oh no there's a lot of people who are pissed off that aren't even artists and i don't know why you're creating work that you can't that's not you that you you know that's not see you're you're looking at it as that point i'm looking at is there's going to be save it's going to save people time doing something it's gonna like it's gonna have people creating ideas a lot faster. There's gonna be a lot more independent people and uh, trying to put out stuff that they can be seen. But but this is why they have to have litigation on it, right? So they can work out how it's gonna work and what right. you can do. Oh, I don't disagree do. that they need laws. This would be like, where Sam jumps in on his phone. China's, there, I, China's already passing laws for using AI. But Sam's I mean, on a heater at the blackjack table. He can't risk jumping on his phone. He doesn't want to get kicked out of the casino. Right. Come on, I need to this, buy back this my AI shoes. shit is not going anywhere. So, and it's, I mean, you can complain all you want about it. It's like, even if it's it, like the copyright or copywriting images, that's not going to stop. 
things from being generated that are that resemble somebody's artwork. So I'm. I just no, think a lot of people aren't. They're not looking at it from all different angles. They're just looking at it from one. <laughs> I think the bottom line is not everyone knows anything about it. Oh, I agree, Astra. I so, I agree with you totally as far as the the process of it. But I mean, as far as the time to do something, I think that it's going to say like I mean, just for like for instance, the guy we just had on, he's got a kid, didn't have time, he quit doing it. Like, and it's like, well, dude, now you can do it a lot faster. You could do it with three kids and, you know, your job right now. It's that much easier. Right. I mean, even if it's not yeah. producing it fully with that, you can, you can use it to help out a lot. Like you can generate characters. Whatever that means, Sam. <laughs> what did he say? It says copyright gives you the copyright to derivative works. What's derivative? Let me ask AI. <laughs> I think. Who laughs? I think derivative is unoriginal. Huh? I, I think I think derivative means unoriginal. But I'm not sure. It's a derivative of. It's from. No, it, it's something that is based on some on a, another source. Right. Not original. So then they're like I don't think that they're going to be able to prove that. Well, it's all. I'm I know there's a there's a few stories of a couple of artists out there who have created a comic book using AI generated art, and they were trying to they were getting pissed off because people were taking their art and selling it without, and they couldn't do anything about it. They tried to copyright it, and the courts told them you can't copyright it because you didn't you made this through AI. Your hand was not involved in this, therefore you can't copyright this. Therefore, it's free use. Anybody can use it. So, well, if you're getting if you're like getting caught up creating, looking at the AI, you can pretty I, much tell when something's AI or that's yeah. done with AI. You can look at something and pretty much tell. I mean, the the, the one way to look at it is like let's, let's take with like the WWE. They go in, they have a name, they copyright it, and then they use the name. So if they go in and just use the name without the copyright, anyone can use that name. When Adobe puts out their update, <clears throat> their update with the with that's, integrating that's why AI. they always keep up on their copyrights. Like, because they're they're about to use that in Adobe, so that's that's going to have AI in every piece of uh, art possibly done through Adobe. You can use copyrighted work if it's I, fair use, meaning transformative, educational, nonprofit, or critical. I don't. I don't know what mud huts. Have we should to do never get a copyright infringement on this channel because everything we do is is educational and critical. <laughs> so is is Mongo and transformation because we transform your lives as you sit here with us for two hours on Saturday nights. Is yep. is manga considered the more you know the same situation with the art style? Is like Did looking at inspired by Dragon Ball and stuff like that. I don't think you can't copyright style. I know like, you have to you you learn a style. You learn your style through right. evolving or tracing, drawing things that are probably copywritten material, right? Probably. I mean, so no, so Brosifer Brosifer says also the problem is that someone says draw me a picture in Jim Lee's style instead of commissioning his work, it takes away income from that artist. No, because you can't teach. No. 
you can you can copy style like it's yeah. it would be like oh well see if someone was like see this jim lee batman draw it exactly like that and sell yeah. it to me it, so, it, it would negate a lot of these that we get right so the people that are doing that are scum the ones that are taking it and just straight up jacking styles i mean that yeah that's that's not good but i don't think that that's the main thing everybody's doing i think they're generating abstract paintings and uh, upload them to etsy and on I'm that very note, happy to hear that Astro. and on i think astro's got a good point so we're going to move on good job astro yeah. dc studios head james gunn has teased that may uh, he may cast some marvel cinematic universe stars in upcoming dc universe projects in an interview with Empire about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Gunn stated that he will probably work with the cast of the upcoming MCU film again, with the writer-slash-director hinting that he might cast them in his revamped DCU. The cast are like my family, he said about the Guardians of the Galaxy um, ensemble. I cannot tell you how close I am to Chris Pratt and uh, Palm and David and Zoe and Karen, but I also know I will work with him again all these people individually again, he added, laughing, probably at my other job. So there's already talk that um, Chris Pratt is going to play Bo Booster Gold. It's like the bisexual well, I, I was of think the comic universe. He gets both worlds. You're looking at your new Omega Men. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying, but there's a lot of people who have already attached Chris Pratt to Booster Gold. So Zoe Deschanel is, uh, or whatever her name is there, uh... <laughs> What's her name? Zoe uh, Saldana. Zoe Saldana. Yeah, put her in her like Big Barda or you know, and... Batista is that one redheaded guy. All I know is Karen Gillian should never cut her hair like that ever again. Yeah. No. Keep it long, baby. Listen, listen, when Marvel comes knocking on your door and they say, Listen, we need you to shave your head for X amount of millions of dollars, <laughs> you shave your head. Thank you on that blue I, I don't care how beautiful your red hair is. No, you put a bald cap on and you say, all right, I got you. Was it Zoo Zoolander Stare? Is that what he's doing there? Blue the Steel. Blue Steel, yeah. <laughs> Moonlighting. So we're interested to see what they're going to be doing. I, I think it's interesting that he would port them over to D.C., but <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Batista doesn't want to be typecast, though. I don't know if he'll do another superhero movie because he doesn't want to be typecast in that role. He said he wants to take yeah. more serious roles. That's yeah, why he I made him do it. Rock. Yeah, I'm gonna go work with M Night Shyamalan because you know he's <laughs> Shyamalan. <laughs> yeah, Shyamalan. Sham. Wow, M Night Sham. Shyamalan. Sham. Wow. But wow. because right. he's uh he's credible now, you know. Stuber did it for him. Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. Dumbest movie on the planet, man. <laughs> I mean, the, uh, the name of the movie just screams past. But uh, not surprising that you're going to see these casts in DC. It, it makes sense. Well, if he's going to do his brother and fucking everything, he might as well do that right. too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just as Batman formed his own team of for branded. Vigilantes to operate and turn and internationally, the Joker main suit follows suit. DC's latest solicita solicitation for April 2023 reveals that Batman Incorporated number seven features the rise of Joker Inc., which will likely be 
composed of supervillains either inspired by Mr. J or operating under his leadership. One of the issues variant covers shows a cowboy-themed clown named Dusty Bronco. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Possibly the first of Joker Inc.'s members. That's a porn uh, star name, dude. The description That's... of Batman Incorporated number seven, which more prominently porn. features the creepy serial killer uh, Professor Pig, reads, No one is safe from a Professor Pig continues his... Um, war path across gotham meanwhile ghost makes uh ghost maker has the worst gotham has to offer in his grasp and must decide whether to keep his promise to bruce or end their reign of terror for good can batman inc find a uh, pig in time to save the city will ghost maker fall back into his old ways guest starring nightwing batgirl robin and more of gotham's finest and as if that weren't enough the road to joker inc begins here (laughs) Who's bringing home the bacon? <laughs> I am now Dusty Bronco. I mean, that's, that's a, a Magic Mike name, right? Name. Magic Mike? Yes, Dusty Bronco. Dude, that's a porn star name for sure. That's Is the baby coming back? Maybe. <laughs> Mud baby. Clayface baby? I'm the plumber, yeah. Dusty Bronco. I don't know. I mean... I'm all right with him getting a team, I guess, and putting it together. But uh, they could find a better team. This sounds weird. Running out of ideas. I mean, and then calling it Joker Incorporated. I'm googling what Dusty Bronco is gonna look like. We need more Dusty Bronco. Dusty Bronco. I don't know who Dusty is. Dustry, is it? Is it is it spelled that way? Yeah. The Bronco Raptor. Oh, Dustry. D-U-S-T-R-Y. Dusty Bronco build. A two-year wait to the day. Dusty finally came home. Now that was an R? Yeah, D-U-S-T-R-Y. D-U-S-T-R-Y? Dustry. Dustry Bronco. Dustry. Still the same thing that comes up. <laughs> it's just a bunch of Broncos. <laughs> I think safe safe search has got to be off. Yeah, Pygmalion. You get a lot of Pygmalion picks up. Uh, Duster Broncos. My fair lady. <laughs> it, the concept doesn't sound 100% interesting to me. So, What did the Joker call his mud baby? Little shit. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, there's there's no pictures of Dusty Bronco yet. <laughs> so stupid, such a stupid name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rodeo clown killing people. Mm, interesting. <laughs> Dusty has sex with his sister. Robert Kirkman says, "Never say never" when it comes to continuing his hit image comic series, The Walking Dead. In the back of the Walking Dead Deluxe 55, which hit shelves this week, Kirkman addressed whether he might one day return to the hit series, which ended abruptly in 2019 after 193 issues. I gave 16 years of my life to this world, Kirkman said. I may dabble in it at some point in the future, but I doubt I'll ever return to do a full series. But I'd never say never. In response to a fan letter asking if he would write a new Walking Dead comic, he continued, lots of people ask for a new series here. The, cl- um, the closest will likely come to this is an entirely new series 
from me that completely separates the walk or completely separate from the walking dead, but has subject matter that would ap- appeal to walking dead fans. That's the best I can do at this point. Dude, just give us a new series already. So could Christopher Reeves, like if he would like, would he be able to walk if he was dead? I mean, like in the, in no, the you universe. can't walk when you're dead Hartman. Usually you're, you're, <laughs> you're in the ground. I mean, the show's walking dead. Though. Or... Like, I would have been pissed had, if I was in a wheelchair and, and saw that title. They, like, they, they did have zombies that crawled on the ground too. So oh, okay, I didn't know if that's because their legs were cut off or because they like <laughs> fell off the horse. Uh, <laughs> I agree. I agree, Joe. <laughs> that would be crazy to see, though. It's this <laughs> the zombie apocalypse. Just one zombie in a wheelchair fucking <laughs> wheeling down the road. I would be very envious if I was a wheelchair zombie and everybody else is electric Yeah, I can't even walk when I'm dead. Look out, that zombie has a hover round. Yeah. Oh, his leg just gave out. Mine were taken from me. Very good, Reprotect, Tony. Rest in peace, Superman. Do you think sure. if he started something of a new Walking Dead, you'd compare it to the original Walking Dead? You'd be like, this isn't as good. Oh, I think it would be the same universe, so it you're going to look at it. <laughs> That's what it should same. be called, the Rolling Dead. Yeah, They should have one, like a handicapped, a handicappable dead. That would just throw a fucking wrench in everything. The guy's like, there's a zombie coming. This motherfucker's yeah. in an electric wheelchair. And he's like, oh my God, get this, get the spike strip. At least yeah. you know that will never catch you. <laughs> you couldn't even sneak up on you. Yeah. Got those gym, gymnast style zombies doing like flips and shit, walking well, on their hands. I hope if he makes a new one, I hope he does AI for it. Absolutely. Fuck fuck paying Charlie Adlar. You don't need his art. Go more zombies. Just AI it all up. Well, if Liefeld doesn't take advantage of this shit, I don't know. Who is? Why the AI can't draw better hand? Draws about the same yeah, kind of hand. Yeah, can. If you can. put a hand in for reference, it can draw a hand. Dude, every time I've seen an AI draw it. a hand, it's all like morphed or it's got like sixteen fingers or. I drew it like a, a Disney Mickey Mouse hand and threw Here, it on show an your image. screen and show us. Uh, I don't. Ha- I'm on this uh, separate laptop. I've got my laptop in my hand. I can send it to the group. No, I want. I want a demonstration. You want a demonstration of how to use? I can tell you how to. I can show you how to use. It. That's why I, want I don't think you want to learn that. I want you to draw a hand. I agree with that. Here, draw a hand. What do you What do you want the AI to draw? A hand. Where are you on Mid Journey? <laughs> You're not on Mid Journey. I don't know what to tell you, man. Hot pot. Are you drawing a hand? I'm waiting for her to generate me a hand. I mean, that, that looks like a little dick a to me. It has a toothpick. And like, I don't know, like how, how does a hand form like that? Like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> what the fuck is this? That is. It looks fingers. like a um, little uncircumcised dick. <laughs> And a toothpick. So what you got? You got to use a reference image. When yeah, you do and a tooth. Why is there a toothpick there? Hey, just type in your mom. She's got a carpal tunnel or whatever that thing is. 
Uh, what's the thing with your hands? Draw old your ladies, mom. Old ladies get their hands where they look like they're bent hangers. <clears throat> what's that called? A handful of baby dicks. <laughs> That's what it looks a bag, like. A bag full of antlers. Oh God. Or you just wear gloves. Put them in mittens. Look, there's apparently Shit. your mom. <laughs> I typed Cartier West and it put up a picture of a bunch of black guys. And I'm like, oh, your mom looks very it. much like um what's the dude whose name who plays the evil kid in Harry Potter? Looks like Draco Malfoy. Type in brought the rock at Cinderella. <laughs> <laughs> I typed in Chris Rock. Um, or what was it? Jada Pinkett Rock. And it gave me a Jada Pinkett Smith looking like The Rock. I'm like, man, I wanted like a Chris Rock amalgam. And it gave me the eyebrow. It gave me the eyebrow of The Rock. Yeah, you're using that. You're using that dollar store AI, man. <laughs> dollar store AI. <laughs> you're using that, that orange drink AI. I'm over here on that Mountain Dew Coca-Cola. What the fuck is that? You can ever give somebody. That's a middle finger of a god. Jesus Wait, Christ. Zoom, can you zoom in more of that? Huh? Can you zoom in more? I mean, I can, but it's going to be all pixelated. Are those I just wanted to see her face. She's got a full beard. Yeah, you can't spell either. That's that was one of my questions. It's copying. Why can't it spell? I've given it words to like as reference to spell, and it still can't get it. Like, are you fucking with me right now? AI spell potato. You can't get Marlin spelled out on a wall when I've given you M A R. L I N give me like Merlin Brando and stuff. Is that Merlin Brando of the wizard? I don't know who Merlin Brando is. He's a, a wizard godfather or something. It's not bad graffiti, but what the hell is this? I just drew a hand with four fingers. <laughs> type in the walk. It, it won't type in words. It like you can't make. Like, I've tried everything to get it to generate a word, and it's like teaching a dog to speak. I mean, like, words. Just tilts its head and looks at you. She's holding her flashlight dildo. <laughs> um, Dang. Hey, it's Rick. Dude, copyright infringement. It's Rick and Michonne. It's like walkers. Look at Rick's yeah. arm. His he's got a little fucked up arm here. Like he's got a little strong hand. He's got a little Carl Carl arm. <laughs> he's got a little strong hand. Like look at that. Look at that foot. Good. Good I just sent I just sent a, a picture of an um, AI generated image to the chat. I don't know if you can pull that up or not. I'm on two laptops right now, so. It's kind of hard to share. Mickey Mouse Jonestown Massacre. Actually, I could join. 
Like, hold up. <laughs> Can you share my screen? Yeah, hold on. There's what Hartman sent. That was literally generated by typing a hand. Well, I don't understand why your fingernails are on the back side of your hand. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's got maybe his dad and maybe his dad and wife, brother and sister. I don't know. Do that I didn't one. type in details. No, no, I'm not gonna do two girls one cup. <laughs> do that's, it. A, that's fake anyways. That's a myth. Do it, do it. Was it. Ice cream. One cup. This is gonna be interesting. Uh, I can't do any more. I use the daily free limit. I've just created a account. You said it was hotspot. You did? Uh, yeah, I think so. Let me see. I just typed in AI art generator, and it was hotpot.ai. I got a bunch of viruses now. Good job. Yeah. I got the virus protection of a god. <laughs> You're gonna get that. Your IP address is this, and your camera's stuck on, and there's a ransomware. Let's see. Let's see. So, so oh. the way I I use Midjourney is I just uh, have 78 different email addresses. What am I doing again? <laughs> oh, two girls, one. Nothing, nothing crazy. Just 78 different email addresses. I'm surprised you're not all in chat. Somewhere Pete is feeling no. no. <laughs> it's uh, you. Uh, actually, there's a little trick um, that you can do. Um, free trials. Sometimes uh -huh. you can put a period in your email. All right. So I found a different one. Here's here's two girls, one cup. They're sharing. That's the thing that you should do in life. Where's the cup? There's no cup. So then they're I just because I have ad blockers just on. not being sanitary. They're, they're they're wearing the cup. All right, maybe they're standing in the cup. That's enough. Let's maybe. move forward. Yeah, your AI art generation is not interesting. We're not on point, I guess. Girl, like one girl in a cup and two girls in. <laughs> I want to see Bruce Jenner at the Hulk. Cupping hands. Yeah, Cupping hands. You don't remember that video, Hartman? Two girls, one cup. Yeah. No. I. It lost its. It lost its sting when I found out it was a fake. Like I was dev I devastated so. about being devastated first seeing it. Uh, so what's was it real? Man? They're cupping hands. It seems Bruce literal. Jenner. The Hulk. Matt, hold on a second. What are you doing? Here, we'll just all hang out. No, we're good. <laughs> I wish. I hope it gives me a Bruce, Bruce, Eric, Bruce Jenner, not Jenner, or Bruce. <laughs> Look at this fucked up Spider Man. Look at that hand. Yeah, that's awesome. Man. Look at that hand. He's got like. The he's hand. he's flicking. 
This one, he's just going really fast. Don't hand shame him. All right. Uh, Look at that face. Who's opening candy? Look at that guy's dead, dying face. Someone's eating beef turkey. All right. Is that AI or JRJR? A little bit of both. That's JR. AI. Astra says, Hartman, you should use one of your AI a- images for your avatar. I can't use an avatar in StreamYard. I mean, I can use an icon, but... A series of toys from Warner Brothers uh, Discovery and DC Studios upcoming The Flash reveals a third evil version of Ezra Miller's Scarlet Speedster. The image posted to Reddit features a version of The Flash in its traditional costume, a second version of in a recycled bat suit, and a um, and a third version in a bulky black ensemble. The latter is believed to be an evil version of Miller's character referred to as Dark Flash. Little is known about Dark Flash and their role in the upcoming film, but the character's design closely resembles that of the Black Flash, created by writer Grant Morrison, uh, Mark Millar, and the artist Ron Wagner. The Black Flash de- debuted briefly in The Flash Volume 2, issue 138, in June 1998, I have its first full appearance in Flash Volume 2, issue 141 in September 1998. A Grim Reaper-like character, the Black Flash returns as a speedster uh, to the speed force, the extra-dimensional force of cosmic energies from which all speedsters derive their power upon their death and appear shortly before a speedster is about to die. So he's the fucking, he's the speedster Grim Reaper. Speedster Grim Reaper. So we were looking earlier. Um, thank you, sir. You read my mind. So now that that's come out, what are people charging for those issues now? Uh, so we'll look at 141 since that's the actual first appearance. And I mean, it hasn't really moved. Last sold was yesterday for twenty nine eighty. Um, you got to look the, the day last before. Sold. You know, before the news, What's and up? the day after the news. It looked like the day before the news, what it was selling, and then the yeah, day after this the news. this news came out a few days ago. So yesterday okay. was the twentieth. So you're looking right. at twenty nine dollars and eighty cents. Um, other than that, the last sold. October 30th for $26. That was 12 bids. So it was bid up. It wasn't a buy it now type deal. And then after that, November 25th, 2022, it was $16. So it's not like super November 5th for $11. And for some reason, people aren't. What's up, Sticks? Doubled. Like what Kyle said, it's kind of doubled. Yeah, but it's still a book that, like November twenty seventh, Black Flash hot booked thirty three bucks. It's still a mm-hmm. book that is very sought after. I wouldn't even say sought after. I would say like um, obtainable, but really, I think this book isn't going crazy I mean, because I don't think a lot of people have faith in this. I- <clears throat> I guess if you're already specking on different versions of the Flash anyway, that would be kind of one to go after. So. Oh, 138 here. 
on uh, January 20th yesterday sold for $22. Um October 30th $32. So about the same. Actually went down. Mm-hmm. The sale went down from the older one. You got a 9.0 selling for 30 bucks. Um he said it's six dollars in October. Uh-huh. Cheap road slab. It just makes me think that people aren't buying into this because, mm-hmm. well, given the, the direction of the DC, you and the whole Snyderverse stuff, and you're not really knowing what they're going to do with Ezra Miller's Flash after this. Right. It's kind of like why, if you have it, sell it, but why really go crazy? Why get invested in it? it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, why get invested in it? Yeah. Well, but I guess on the other hand, if you're you're thinking they're gonna keep with him and I mean you kinda have an idea that they're gonna stay with Aquaman, right? Is that in some form or at least um uh what's his name? The the character uh, uh well Momoa's still gonna work with them, but I don't think he's gonna be Aquaman. I think he's gonna make the jump to Lobo. It's funny that that's what I really were thinking, the only ones but... you saw their face in Peacemaker. <clears throat> yeah. Right. So right. All right, well, we make much of a jump, so that's good. But was James Gunn thinking about that when he was doing it? Like, uh, I think I'm gonna can those two. I don't think James Gunn has a say with Ezra Miller. From what is coming out, like Ezra Miller seems to be untouchable by anybody except DC Warner Brothers executives because they're all like, oh well. Yeah, he's no, in, I mean, like in Peacemaker, was he like, oh, we don't oh. need her and Superman because they're done when I'm in. Let's keep those well, two. That was before keep... that. But... Momo did an interview with Variety and he said he's still Aquaman, but he's going to play more than one character. Yeah, he, yeah, he was giddy like he just banged his teacher. He wanted to tell everybody. So, not bad. All right, I think, okay, moving on. I think the this you found today, I thought it was pretty interesting. Yeah, so Comicron released the numbers for um, sales uh, for comic books in 2022 across the publishers. Um, these are new books, uh, new periodicals released by publishers through comic book distribu- distributors. Uh, variants are not included. So this is not including your variants. This is just like your your main covers. Um, A&B. Yeah. So Marvel in 2022 put uh processed or published 855 titles um dc processed 710 titles image 610 idw 214 boom 213 dark horse 189 dynamite 194 others put out 1726 for a total for the year of 4711 Issues, eight hundred and fifty-five different titles. Yeah. which that's and actually down from two thousand. Because in twenty fifteen, in twenty sixteen, and even twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen, like in twenty nineteen, no. it's down. Like those are all, you know, 56, 58, right. 59, 55, 53 and then twenty twenty two, it crashes so, hard. So those are years when they have you have uh, Avengers coming out and uh, Infinity War and. Infinity Gauntlet, whatever the other one was called. That, that's all coming out there. So I can understand having a push in those years and an uptick in what they're putting out. 
When did COVID hit? Look at COVID. 19. COVID. Look at COVID with what, what COVID did in 2020, man. Like it went from 53,000 copies, total copies sold for of comics to 38,000. Right. What if that had an impact on like how many oh, people sure. were submitting for releases? Well, I don't I know think how, that, it... how that works, but you think people like were writing more and submitting less or some variation? Well, a lot of these guys are working from home anyways. There's not a lot of people working in the Marvel building writing. And, Who's working much when they're working at home? You know, I don't think they're doing that even then. I'm sure there were, but not as many as used to. It's hard to think that they came out with 855 different titles. Right. Well, I think it's, it's you're looking at issues too. So, like, I think it's counting uh, how many issues of Mating Spider-Man they wrote that they're not counting print run like oh well there's fifty thousand copies of this out there it's different titles that came out so like spider-man one two three right exactly yeah Mm -hmm. variants graphic novels and manga not included i'd like to see the manga pre-april 2020 so that's they put out 855 titles last year a lot of dead trees well, I mean, that could like you're putting out 855 titles. I wonder how how well oh, yeah. all those titles right. are selling. You know, so that so as you read it, yeah, that in 2020, all those numbers are just pre-April mm-hmm. for four months. <laughs> That's still months, crazy. Whatever. Yeah. And then you got new comic book release in 2022 um, by publishers through comic book distributed variants, not included. They look at it here. You get broken down by the month. So like January, (laughs) Marvel's January, February, March. Like they only put out 46 titles in April and then just crazy. So you get your breakdown of your 855 titles. Mm -hmm. Like January, they did 75, February 62, March 78, April 46, May 51, June 89, July 67. August 84, so on and so forth. So, you get your June, bro- like, we better get this shit done so we can go and party. Yeah, you get your breakdown yeah. of of all the, uh, I mean, across all the publishers named here, they put out 4,711 titles last year. That's a lot. That's a lot. It's a lot of comic booking. Yeah. It's like, yeah. And then you get your printed comics released by format printed items containing at least 50% comic content released by publisher through comic book distributors. Um, Marvel comic books, main versions, 2022, they put out 4,711 comic book variants, 11,398. They put out 5,624 graphic novels for a total print product of 21,733. That's insane. 11,398 variants. And like Joe said, that's all dynamite. <laughs> Probably. Like, they should have. That's crazy. Hmm. That's an interesting breakdown. That's interesting. Or Gee, not hard sports cards. <laughs> 
It's a lot of fucking comics. That's sort of. Is it? I don't know. I don't know if it's too many or. Like, look at the past years and variants. Like 2018, they put out 5,844 I mean, variants. 2019, it goes up steadily. And, well, it goes up and comes down, but. Yeah. Like, and I wonder what the 2020 at 6,302 variants. 2021, 9,000 to 11,398 variants. I blame all those. Uh, it's all those shops that are popping up, those online uh, store shops games. and store exclusives and what this, not that, variant, and yeah. what not I mean, variants, it doesn't say yeah. variants included. So, oh. I mean, is it just like, like, do they do they request these be written and created, or are people submitting them for like, like asking, hey, can we do this? Or, I, I don't know how the whole process is. Well, you have to ask the publisher if you can do a variant. But are they like telling people to do it? Like, hey, make this for me now, bitch. And then they are like, okay, sir. Well, no, usually the, the store or whoever wants to do a variant contacts the publisher says, hey, I want to do a variant. And they secure an artist and they say, hey, this is who I'm going to have to do that variant. And they go, okay, well, set us your work for approval. And then the artist draws it and they submit it. And Marvel or DC or whoever will come back and go, well, you need to remove this or this is okay. We'll go from here. So, so this does include variants, or it does. Yes, this this one this statistic includes variants. Oh, okay. Yeah, like it says I, the word. Variant. I was more confused by the one that's non not including variants. Yeah, the main so. version, is the top one. That was interesting. Yeah. All right. I think they it's still doing penthouse comics. The Do erotics. The ninety-five. Now it's time for worst covers of the week. (laughs) Best and worst covers of the week time. We always start off with our worst covers of the week and coming in. Making that uh, after you eat Taco Bell face, we have the Punisher number nine. Main cover. Like Bo Jackson. I got to figure out a way to get rid of this uh, bar. Stupid so Windows 11. I know, right? So you can see um, who did the cover. Here, I'll just bring it up. I'll tell you who did the cover. Hold on. It was Jesus Sayas. Sayas. There you go. Punisher number nine, main cover by Jesus Sayas. That is your making the face after eating Taco Bell cover of the week. You gotta have, you know, he's got that helmet to really grip down on to give her some hell. <laughs> that's hold. That's a that's hold it onto the towel rack. <laughs> Yeah, that's how hot the sauce was. Uh, up next, we have Hulk 11, the bot cover. I don't mean to interrupt, but did you see that it's a it's like a TikTok video or something where the dude put out all the Taco Bell packs and he made a blink 182 song about it? Yes, (laughs) but non Hartman said, Would Penthouse Comics? I'm asking them. Not you guys. <laughs> I saw one the other day on Russian Facebook, and I am asking about it. 
Joe's Doolin says, Marvel dislikes the Punisher as a character now, so I'm not surprised they're not sending their best. Yeah. I don't know, Hartman. I, I, I couldn't even tell you if Penthouse comics would sell in the world. I don't even know if they still sell them. I just know this was 95, and I'm like, oh, my God. I'm I sure those collectors the I even thought Joe's about Doolin says they'd have one Meyer Hartman heavy metal sells. <laughs> but there you go. Um, well, I'm not buying. I just, Hulk lever, Hulk DK. number eleven, com, baby. <clears throat> Bob cover. This week, Kyle and I sat down, just for some background, and we went through all the variant covers, and it was way more challenging picking good covers this week than it was bad covers. It just felt like there were so many bad covers this week. <laughs> we um, felt like this was the best of the bad covers. Yeah. <laughs> Next, we got the Flash 791, the Mark uh, uh, Delfonso cardstock cover. The Marco from Michigan cardstock cover. Yeah, that's um, pure Michigan right there. He's holding the baguette under his arm. He's eating a donut. He's got a burger. He's got another donut in his hand. I like the Flash throwing up one in the bottom corner. What's that? I like the bottom corner picture where it's Flash throwing up. Is is he throwing up or is he eating a burrito? Let me see. Looks like he's eating a burrito. But I'll go. Let's go with throwing up because it makes it better. Looks like throwing up to me. There he is spinning a pizza. There he's with a big stack of a burger or flapjacks or something. like. This one in the top right kind of looks like he's uh, spanking it. He's making a Scooby-Doo hero sandwich. That's (laughs) There you go. This looks like he just farted and he's like wafting it under his face to smell his own brand. Yeah. Chipotle. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a very rugged jawline, though. Yes. Next up, we got best covers of the week. Those were our three worst covers of the week. Next up, we got best covers. Um, I picked this Venom homage. Um... This was actually the very the, the Spider-Man, what is this, 375, I think it is? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That is the yeah. first comic book I ever owned. That was my very first comic book that got me into collecting. So, of course, I had to jump on this homage cover. It was um, shiny. Yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful cover. Shiny. Um, it's a JTC Classics homage variant done after sure. the Bagley. Speaking of that, there was one that sold recently that had no foil on it. I don't I wish I could remember how much it was, but it was like in the hundred thousands. Damn, the comic was Damn. a Venom too, from Walmart pack yeah. two years ago. So, I mean, here we're talking about homage, another homage. I don't know. I don't. I like the original. I'm not too big on homages, but I do like this one. It's different. He's got more tone to him. So. Yeah, and it You're pops a little more. Actually. Yeah. Well, Next you don't have that back. You know. Yeah. I like it. Next up, right Mortal X Men 10, the Mark Brooks cover. I think that's badass looking. Yeah, I do like that cover. It makes me want to go buy it and actually see if it's worth reading. Well, they're getting into their sinister, uh, Sins of Sinister stuff. So, but it's a beautiful cover. Next up, we got Catwoman 51, the David Nakayama cover. Look at that booty. Yeah. Loving it. That's a nice cover, man. It really is. 
Then we got uh, okay. Lazarus Planet Assault on Krypton number one. Uh, the Nathan Sesdry cardstock cover. Zerdy. Zerdy is that what a Zerdy? I can't pronounce the name. Sorry, I put your name your name, buddy. Is that the but that's a beautiful lady? cover. That's supposed to be the lady in Superman three that gets sucked into the computer. Maybe. I think it's a Tim Burton inspired look. But it's just a lot of detail yeah, in that it's like cover. That it's crotch a section. Beautiful Little cover. skeleton. Yeah. Um, those are our best new and worst covers of the week. I like that one. Now we're gonna get into um big news in anime with Mr. Cardi West. Cardier. You're running sand segment, so don't let him down. Not Car- Cardi B, Cardier. Um, no, no world's finest 11 Jack White variant are Nightwing 1 in 100s or 1 in 150 variants. Get get out of here. You can see them all over the internet this week. <laughs> yeah. That that Jack White world's finest cover is a joke. So, in my opinion, anyways, if you want it FOMO, go for it. But I ain't paying that much for that stupid cover. So basically, this week, um, Bleach, the new uh, oh yeah, that that's not Bleach, but anyways, yeah, you got no, there's no slides. I'm telling you, I've got it right here in front of me. Well, then share it on your screen, and I'll share your screen. Um, well, I mean, I don't have. I got the website right here in front of me. Okay, go ahead. Bleach basically just passed um, the top anime on its list, the MAL list. Um, which was Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood before, and that's a tough thing to take down. To get the top of the list, you got to be doing something right. Um, and then to do 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 do. Uh, <laughs> Hold on, everybody. Let him Google. No, Spy X Family leads the pack with 19 nominations um, for the Crunchyroll Anime Awards. Uh, and then thanks to COVID, near Automata uh, is getting delayed inevitably um, for episode four. And that's the news. <laughs> What's your um, WTF manga of the week, Cartman? I don't have a manga with WTF. <laughs> kind of making it my own this week. All right. Awesome. Well, that was big news in anime with uh, Hartman. Couldn't even AI generate one. <laughs> I was I was work, working on it, a logo all day. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Moving on. I don't know what's going on, but that can just smack his face over and over again on my screen. Moving on to first appearances of the week this week. Uh, we got Wakanda number four, the first appearance of Kim Love Interest to Tosin. Tosin, could Marvel be potentially <laughs> planning something big with Tosin? Because Tosin is very uh, in your face lately. So, could they be moving on with the son of T'Challa moving forward in the MCU? Who knows? But 
They kind of teased it, even though his name wasn't Tosin at the end of Black Panther Wakanda Forever. It just kind of feels like that's the direction they're going in. So it's up to you. The Hyundai Tucson. Yeah, I'm not. I'm ruggedly handsome. (laughs) Yes, it's a needle mover. It's a needle mover. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. No, really, like, I don't know if this is going to ever be anything, but Tosin just seems to be all over the place. And now that they're giving him a love interest and introducing these new characters in Wakanda, um, yeah, wouldn't it be cool? Next, we got DC um, Universe Lazarus Planet Assault on Krypton. Krypton, uh, First appearance of Ash. Um, I wish Ish was here. I don't read this book, so I wish Ish was here to tell us whether or not this was worth buying. Um, (laughs) Someone gave Hartman a 50-word count maximum. Okay. (laughs) Matt's AI generated killed any buzz I had remotely. Whatever. Here we go. Here, here. Yeah. I'll help you out. <laughs> Batman One Bad Day, Bane number one. His first appearance of Grudge and Adversary of Bane. Uh, these One Bad Days have been pretty interesting, but I don't really think that there's anything uh, noteworthy or spec-worthy in, in this or with these characters that they're introducing um, in these stories, but who knows what James Gunn and DC is going to do moving forward. Next, we have Star Girls, The Lost Child. The first appearance of the worst character name, I think, and the Childminder. The second cameo appearance of Boom Judy. And the first team appearance Garrick? of 13. The 13. Oh, I did miss the Garrick under there. Thank you, Sticks. Judy Garrick. So but that is uh, your, really your first Garrick appearance is, uh, Flash, right? this week. What's that, Sticks? Judy Garrick is the Flash. Garrick, well, no, his her father was the Flash, or oh. I'm assuming. Is this the stop cam episode where we're all gonna not be on camera? All right, I was standing up. <laughs> so that's our first appearances of this week. Um, do with that as you may. Um, you know, buy wisely. That's all I'm gonna say. And now uh, we're moving on to our top five. Our top five this week, we decided to do top five songs, in our opinion, from... Well, mine and yours. Yeah, okay. So Kyle and I's top five songs, since we're the only ones that participate in this segment. I've got a list right here. Okay, Hartman's got a list, apparently. All right. Well, let's get started. uh, Top five for me, number one, Hero by Chad Kroger and Josie Scott from the first Spider-Man movie. (laughs) Are you shitting me? <laughs> awesome song. <laughs> Number four, um, Mila J. Smells Like Teen Spirit from Black Widow. I just love her a slow, kind of toned down, darker rendition of Smells Like Teen Spirit. Yeah, I think it really fit she this movie. Um, sure super good. Number three, I've got Immigrant Song by Led Zeppelin from Thor Ragnarok. Because it just hits different when that starts playing in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, I have uh, Dear Mr. Fantasy from Traffic from the opening of Avengers Endgame. Because like every time I watch this movie, when it, I just find myself singing that song during the opening after Hawkeye's family all disappears. 
So love that. And then number one, of course, is Kiss from a Rose by Seal. Go back to number two real quick. Oh, come on. Sing it for us. What? Dear. I'm not going to sing. Get out of here. You said you're singing every time you hear it. Let's hear it. I do, but I'm not going to sing on here. That's only in the shower, Kyle. Only in the shower. (laughs) Well, they say only 10% of men sing in the shower. And the other ten, and the other, the other jack off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right ninety percent of the others don't take a shower, probably. So, <laughs> and the number one, of course, "Kiss from a Rose" by Seal from Batman Forever. Sing that for us, Matt. <laughs> I'm not singing. <laughs> <laughs> See, look, sing it, baby. No, I'm not. I'm good. Been kissed by a rose. rose. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I don't know. <laughs> All right. A face yep. only a mother could love. Dusty, dusty. Right. <laughs> so mine is number five is in the trunk by two short. And from Sing the, it for me, Kyle. <laughs> in the trunk. What? What? Wait, mm. it, I, I heard you. I heard you say. Drop that ass in the trunk. Uh-huh. So if you don't know what the song is, it's that very first song at the beginning of the movie when they're playing basketball. That's the, that's the song I'm talking about. And anytime shorts in a movie, you got two shorts of shit. TK said I would fast forward Batman Forever to credits on VHS to listen to that song. (laughs) (laughs) That's kissed by a rose. You probably could have just cut it. Trying to smash, get her cash, but her mouth was hella fast. Number four, I've got institutionalized by suicidal tendencies from Iron Man because all all you want is just one Pepsi. So, what is it institutionalized? Never heard about it. Does sound like a group that you enjoy. The the group is called suicidal Suicidal tendencies. Is the name of the group? Are they death metal? No, no, I don't think so. No. You ever seen Iron Man? Um, is that? It's not AI generated, so he hasn't seen All right, go yeah, number no, three. No. <laughs> I've seen Steel. I've got number three. I've got Nine Inch Nails. We're in this together from the first Avengers movie. Yeah. It's a dope-ass song. It was actually the, the song they played in the trailer. But it's close enough, so I picked it. Number two, I have Burned by the Cure from the Crow soundtrack, which is one of the best fucking soundtracks on the planet but i love the cure so it couldn't be anything more than number two because the next song is dead souls by nine inch nails nine inch nails doing a joy division cover this is the one time i could tell you because most times you hear covers you're like it's good but i like the original this is one time i could say that um it's 51 percent to 49 percent is Nine Inch Nails to the Joy Division. Like, hmm. what what Nine Inch Nails did to that, to Dead Souls was he, uh, he just made it so clean. And it's just fucking, just a great song. So No, no Joe's doing, but I almost put the Evanescence song from Affleck's Daredevil. Ugh, that's like one of the worst <laughs> bands on the planet. You don't All right, Hartman, what do you got, buddy? Let me listen to her sing. Um, I have the first two are from the same artist, Grandson, off of the Suicide Squad soundtrack, just because I respect the white hip hop artists. 
power to them. Um, and then we got the Deadpool soundtrack with Diplo and then the greatest rapper alive, Little Pump. And welcome to the party. Um, I think it was Deadpool 2 that was on. Dolly Parton 95, Deadpool. <laughs> And Hans Zimmer. Right, right. So lucky. Um, All right. Sorry, Hartman. Keep going. Hans Zimmer on Inception, which uh, I don't care if it's not a comic book movie. It's one of the greatest composers. Well, uh, Hans Zimmer did. um, He did Batman, but this was from Inception. Dude, I love, like, you know, all the. Music that he did in True Romance is just it's fucking yeah, you're you're hundred percent right. He's he's awesome. Yeah, he's definitely worth checking out live. Like <laughs> and I would never say that about a composer, but he did the music for uh Call of Duty too. Zimmer did? Yeah, from Was that your number one, Carbon? Uh yeah, Hans Zimmer time, number one. Is there any you'd like to add sticks? I have I have two that I'll add. Uh, my number two all-time um, song, I've got, let's see if I can pull it up here. I got the Queen, Princess of the Universe from Highlander. Mm. Nice. nice. And pick. my number one song at this point will be uh, Hurt by Johnny Cash for Logan. That, yeah. That was a, that was a sample, though, or a cover, right? It's a Nine Inch Nails cover. No. That's one cover though that like I can Every, you I can, can listen see to either the original or the cover. Like I like I, the I, I had no idea ones as much as I like the the Nine Inch Nails one. Yeah, Nine Inch Nails originally did it. They're both great. They're both really good. But I think the reason people say Johnny Cash is just because it's Johnny Cash doing it. This is about his wife, right? Because he did yeah, it right he, after his wife died. Did it after his wife died? Yeah. And I'm sure Trent Reznor had no problems fucking. Oh with yeah, that. Like, no, he was in. Have you ever seen that video of Trent Reznor where he's playing with that '80s glam band? Oh yeah, he's and he's playing like, the keyboard. He's got that he's like, industrial look, goth look, and he's sitting there fucking playing fucking. Uh, let me see, dude. Oh yeah, I, I was watching the that, and they talked about um, when Cash went and recorded with uh, who was that artist, uh, Rick. Is it Rick Rubin? Or? He's a producer. Yeah, he re- he recorded um, a bunch of Cash's albums. Like, sign him on for a record deal and stuff. Really interesting documentary. We have some in the chat. Um, TK says, Tried and True by Ween from the Superman TV show. Teenage Dirtbag Ween? Uh, Joe's doing a deadly class had the best right, soundtrack movie or TV <laughs> show. Butthead ruined Ween, right? He was in Butthead. How? I don't know. I don't know. I thought that they uh, wasn't that the band that that kid wore with in you school. Winger. Winger. Uh, Winger. No, was it Winger that they ruined it? I don't know. I don't remember. They sing that song. Push your little daisies and make them come yeah, up. Yeah, it was Winger. Push your little daisies and make them come up. <laughs> and now we got movie wars. All right. Movie wars. So last week it was uh, Office Space versus Idiocracy, and Pete actually put him up this week, so we appreciate it. We know he's a very busy guy. Play it. Very... Play it. <laughs> 
Because he's a busy yeah. guy because he's fucking busy. <laughs> so, but, uh, so the, you guys all no. voted, everybody voted. And it, Office Space won by a landslide. It was uh, <laughs> 74% for Office Space and 26% for Idiocracy. Joe Thurman said he actually watched both again this week. God, they're both great movies. They're both great fucking movies. So this week I picked. Ace Ventura Pet Detective I figured this would be a fun one. I'll let you finish eating sticks. Um, so that's that's me? No, it's not. I still pick office. I don't know. Pet Ventura is pretty fucking funny. But I think uh, I think Office Space is going to win this entire thing. I, I, I mean, yeah, it will. But Ace Ventura, like that. I'm constantly thinking Bumblebee Tuna from the sequel. Bumblebee Tuna. <laughs> Your balls are showing. You must <laughs> be the Monopoly guy. <laughs> Let me tell you something. What is it, El Kito? I must ask. Why do you ask you a question? <laughs> Oh, I, think I, I think I, I think I snuck into our college theater. Guy. What's that? I snuck, in, I snuck into our college theater at least three times to watch Ace Ventura. <laughs> Let's see that on instant replay. I fucking love that movie. Places <laughs> out. Places out, Finkel. <laughs> so, I think I still uh, say that when people miss a field goal. Yeah, the laces out. Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. He's a man. He's a man. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. I figured that would be a fun one. Yeah. Kind of agree with Joe, though. I think Office Space is uh, gonna sweep. This. Yeah, I mean, that, I'm more huh. like that. Ace Ventura is my my childhood, so can't can't not vote for that. Remember, one. you can too get in on the action of voting for movie wars and cartoon wars by going over to the Renovision YouTube channel, clicking on that community tab, and voting in the polls. Hopefully we can get Pete to put them up more than just by Wednesday. Um, <laughs> hopefully we can get them up on Monday so you get a full week to actually vote. But, you know. We, we can always send him the picture. Your... Is the sequel better than the first one for Ace Ventura? Absolutely not. No. Really? No. The and detective no. is way better than when Nature Calls. Yeah. I don't know. It, I, Nature I, Calls has its moments. The and slinky it's fun, song but beginning that I started off. Was the best. Literally, the only thing I remember from when Nature Calls is him coming out of the rhinoceros's ass. The rhinoceros's ass. <laughs> yeah. The, the really? slinky drop. Everyone loves the slinky. It's so hot in here. There's something <laughs> on the wing. All right. So for Cartoon Wars, last week we had the Venture Brothers by Rick and, uh, versus Rick, oh, and, Rick Morty. and Morty. <laughs> oh, Justin Roiland. Oh. <laughs> um, wow. Venture Bros went down to Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty took it 64% to 36%. Um, so this week I decided to uh keep going adult swim themed and I thought about doing home movies, but what? I didn't think about that until later. So we're gonna go this week <laughs> Rick and Morty versus Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Are we on in Guam? <laughs> Space Ghost Coast to Coast. I love that show, man. That show was great. <laughs> what are you booing, Joe Zulin? Uh, oh. 
I think he likes Venture Brothers better than Rick and Rick Morty. Rick and Morty and, yeah. and beating things in polls is not good. Yeah, Zoltar for yeah. And it, but I love, I love got, me some uh, and, uh, he, he's, he's not been proven. It's like a thing. So we still watch Space Ghost Venture Bros all day. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, Joe Dillon wanted Venture Bros. Yeah, I like Venture Bros too, but yeah, yeah, I'm not huge. But again, Marty, so those are your movie wars and cartoon wars for this week. Remember to go to, over to the Runner Vision YouTube channel, click on that community tab, and vote in the polls, um, so you can help us for next week. Moving on, just we thirty-five have, cents a day. Yeah. You can support a starving, a starving uh, Hartman. <laughs> All right, we got our hot chick of the week, our band segment. <laughs> she looks great. Watch out, this HR. Week, this week we have Constance, Constance Nunez from Car Masters, Rust to Riches. She could check my oil anytime. I don't know if anybody's ever watched that show, but I nope. love it, and she's super hot. She uh, and Annie. Her, it's on Netflix. Oh, it's on Netflix? You know, AI is doing porn, right? <clears throat> I don't want to even see that. <laughs> and then I've got She Could Check My Dipstick. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Is that the same girl? <laughs> yeah. Whew, that boy. is? No yeah. way. Good night. Smoking hot. Smoke show. Smoking hot. Love it. Ugh. And then we have our what the fuck segment for the week. <laughs> Taking now for some cocks. Uh, two men have reportedly been killed by knife-wielding roosters in separate cockfights in India. To mark <laughs> the three-day celebration of the Hindu Makar Sakarita Festival, people <laughs> gather to hold cockfights in whatever place that is, and east whatever place that is, districts on Sunday according to the reports. <laughs> During the incident in whatever place that is and whatever place <laughs> that is, the 43-year-old <laughs> owner of one of the fighting roosters death after being slashed by his prize cock. So that's what happens when cocks go wild. Why are you giving them knives? Yeah, like just to see, it, <laughs> see what happens. It's like sticking a band cock. It's making it interesting, and then they throw knives in the ring. Like, like <laughs> nothing sadder than a man who no, can't like, control his Get out of here! Yeah. Sounds like they like were duct taping like a bayonet or something. You know? I thought that's what they always did. They always put like razors and little knives on them when they fought. I think they do that with dogs. Peck the shit out of each thumbs. other, dude. I don't know. They probably like they talked about it beforehand, and they're like. Yeah, look at them. They're cahooting right there. They're like, all right. And then they just turn and went, they like, I'm going to knife you, Holmes. Three. I'm going to cut knives. Bring it on, Wado. So that's it. That's our what the fuck story of the week because this is why you don't hold cock. What happened? Did they make it? Across yeah. the razor, whatever border there is, where they at? They're in India. Yeah. Is there like I a border around that India? In India. I'm going to ask them about this. Cock fighting. Yeah. I want like a three weeks later, them sitting on a beach so, drinking mojitos. When you walk, when you walk into work, yell across the way, "Hey, man, tell me about your cock fights." 
No, he's actually living. Didn't, didn't you get somebody that up you with when I talked oh, to him? Oh, I'm gonna ask him. I thought maybe he was like the guy at the warehouse or something. I got um, the cockfights, man, but don't shout it out like that again. He's gonna show you his knife wound. This <laughs> is <laughs> what happened with my last cock. <laughs> and, I got me on a necklace. <laughs> and we have no dodgeball news because sadly Sam is in Vegas. Lucky on vacation. Yeah, he's rolling them bones at the I think he's at a work retreat. table. That's what he wants you to think. <laughs> yes, right. So He's hitting well, all the it. Elvis things. That's our show. I hope you guys had fun. I appreciate all you guys coming in the chat, hanging out with us. Big shout out to James. Remember to go and check his um, GoFundMe. His GoFundMe. We we put the link. Kickstarter. GoFundMe. Kickstarter. Kickstarter. Yeah, Kickstarter. My bad. Go check it out. It's a. Uh, I hope he gets to it. He's a good dude. I hope to have him back so he can tell us that they fucking it's on and. That's right. That's right. So. Uh, Hookers didn't blow for Sam. He's going to end up stuck on top of Caesar's fucking roof. So thanks a lot, everybody. Make sure to check out um, the show that's tomorrow, the Dark Side Crew. Yep. And then um, make sure to check out all Pete's uh, single videos during the week. Pete's been working hard on that. So make sure you guys all like and watch. All those shorts he put out. All those yeah. shorts, he's, that's one of the reasons yeah. why he's putting them on on Wednesday. He's not doing our things till Wednesday because he's so fucking busy. Yeah, he definitely is waiting for you to drop his shorts. <laughs> Just like all electricians want to check. They like to, they want to check your shorts. Mm-hmm. I was trying to find Dark Lopez, but I can't find it now. Damn it! I salute my shorts. What a great Nickelodeon show. I'm ruggedly handsome. <laughs> hey man, uh, you can't you can't deny that Do- Lopez is ruggedly handsome. He is ruggedly. I mean, handsome. Say it with such gusto. He, yeah, he's ruggedly something. <laughs> but thank you, for everybody. You guys, everybody, have a great Saturday night. It's time yeah. to go watch On Patrol live for more <laughs> fucking craziness across the country. Take us away, Matt. You brought us in, now take us out. <laughs> we'll see you guys uh, right here. Same Saturday night special time, same Saturday night special channels. And until that time, we bid you adieu. Um, either you've got me confused with somebody else or this is this is.